What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, the internationally known Wake Up Show. From Frisco to Maine, all the way to Spain. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You are here with the Bruce Wayne in this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with the mating, the Morpheus of the mating matrix, none other than Mr. EWF, every woman's fantasy, the whole fucking show. Not only that, I am the chocolate Confucius and I am the unbinder from the CEO Negro fixes bindings, fixes binds LLC. We're already rolling it today. And CGAC got a lot in the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, but we got a great show for you today. And Donald Trump wants you to know. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Donald Trump wanted you to know that that he that I'm his favorite African-American. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. Interesting enough, women are now coming onto their social media saying that they're giving up on dating. <laughs> they're giving up on dating, but I have a question. Wait a minute. You mean you're giving up on dating? That sounds familiar. That has a hint of familiarity here. You're giving up on dating? You mean you're going your own way? Perhaps you've taken you've taken a red pill? Perhaps you're saving yourself? Like save yourself black? This sounds for Wait, you're giving up on dating? What that mean? Huh. Oh, well, well, that means I get more special friends. As I told you guys, I told you guys in this current marketplace, there are, are, are going to be a lot of special friends out here. And anybody knows what a special friend is. Well, we talk about it on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. You will find out about a lot of women are out here they're figuring out economically wise that when i start selling pussy i don't want to hear it they're figuring out there's a better way to do this and ladies if you want to be someone's special friend that's all you had to say i just want to say thanks i'm glad you came along partner i want to sing a song just for you because you're my special friend. Special friend. Special friend. You're my special friend. I guess I know what you're going to be doing. In these streets. You're going to be in these streets. All right. They're going to be in these streets because they're going to be giving the Punani up, although they're going their own way giving up on dating we're gonna play a couple of videos of women just throwing in the towel on dating all right we're gonna tell you the hypocrisy of the entire thing we also have a special doom and gloom uh feminism feminism has died in 2020 as you know the evolution is the book 
uh, feminism's reverse engineering of American women. Now they're stuck. Icelandic women, Viking women are out there going on a strike. They didn't shut down the whole entire country. I'm going to tell you why. We have Straggle and Sniggle Theater, and we also have Wives Do the Darndest Things featuring a wife that has put out a skit about uh, she joined OnlyFans, right? She joined OnlyFans, and the, this is apparently, allegedly, the wife of a former NBA number one draft pick. All right, we're going to talk about that uh, little thing going on here, and uh, then we'll conclude with some other stuff. But anyway, buckle your seatbelt. This is a podcast. This is one of the greatest shows, if not the best. Matter of fact, this is the best entertainment on YouTube. If you're at your job, uh, latched to your desk, all right, you got the security uh, robot dog coming around sniffing you, all right, to see if you're out there with coca and you're doing your job. If you're at home working from home, shout out to you. Shout out to all the nine to fivers out here. If you're on your blue collar job, shout out to you for listening through your headphones. Shout out to the human resources department for expressing your concerns about your worker that's listening to the greatest show here on YouTube. And this will go past three hours so do me a favor hit that like button that's the easiest way to contribute to the day show hit that like button all right the likes are free and it actually helps me yes i gotta beg you for likes i gotta stop the show and beg you for likes because ninja that's how more people see the stream that's how more people see the stream i know there's a lot of haters that watch me they're like i am not gonna hit the like button all right they're like i'm not gonna hit the like button they just refuse. They're like, I ain't going to do it. You ask me, I ain't going to do it. You know, some of these honorary ass ninjas. All right, it doesn't matter. You can dislike the stream if you want. It count as a half a like. Dislike the stream if you want. Shout out to the private investigator in the building. We see you out here. Uh, make yourself be known out here. Send some contributions, of course, to the tip fund for the baby mama terrorist fund because child is a terrible thing to alienate, especially when you sell them out to the nanny goat, which is the system. Uh, shout out to the private investigator. We love to have you here, and I hope you're entertained. Hey, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and add B-Pin to the top of the live chat. On the free agent lifestyle channel, you can super chat. New, 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 new world order. On the notorious CGA channel. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. I missed you. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. And I'm back. All right, we got some people in here back in black. We got Albert Wesker says, XXs give up on dating. Men retire from it. Hashtag leverage. I got money. Shout out to you. De Niro Tranquilo says, I left my phone in the back of my pocket after the local stream, and it replayed. The intro was about selling peace leave was loud as F. When I was in line at the store, embarrassing. Give me the buzzer. Shout out to the locals, gang yang in the building. Shout out to y'all brothers. MC Hamster laid pavers for a large patio path on Sunday. Strong and independent, now flying myself to Paris, Greece, and some island hopping. Gotta work, bitch. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. You've done all of that. The wealth manager says Ling Ling will be dropping that neck in an hour. Shout out to the wonderful Ling Lings of the world. And by the way, if you go into some of these provinces, these villages, these very off the beaten path cities, if you will, and towns in Asia, they're clamoring for people. They're looking for men. They'll carry your ass off over there. But American women, not so much. Sucker for love ninja says, coach, I see my baby mama at the cookout. 
and she stole my wallet and drove off. Rent is due. And these women are starving out here. They starving. They looking for money, man. They they looking up under pillowcases. They looking up under uh, sofa cushions. They trying to find baby daddies. They need some money. They definitely need some money out here. If they don't get any money, they're going to have to put that ATM out on the street. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs. Yeah. And I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. That's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes Man said, man said, uh, baby mama stole his wallet and skedaddled. (laughs) All right. Shout out to y'all, man. Hey, shout out to our brother Catfish Tail says, I'm dressing up as Percy Earls for Halloween. I got money. Shout out to Percy Earls, Mrs. Fix, Mr. Fixes a Bind in the building. Shout out to my man B. Bryce Wilson in the building. We appreciate you over there. We got uh, Mojo says new shorts guy. Okay, email where? Coach Greg Adams at gmail.com. By the way, my email fills up like crazy. Like, I get crazy emails. Even my lawyers be like, I, I emailed you. I don't see no emails. <laughs> my emails, and I'm an introvert too, so I really don't like to be bothered. They be like, I emailed you. On what day? They be, they be naming the days they email. I'll be like, Ninja, I don't look at email. <laughs> I'm not like you normies out here. Shout out to the normies. Ninja, y'all just attached to y'all device. Ninja, you answer every phone call. You answer every knock at the door. You answer every email. Your email just that your phone just a bling and bling, bling, bling. You got to look at it every day, man. Chick yesterday was like, you go, you go dark sometimes. She texted me this yesterday. Now, mind you, she's on vacation. And she's been, I've known her for a couple of weeks. And the couple of weeks I've known her, she's been on vacation two of the weeks. So two of the four weeks that I've known her, she's been somewhere else, which is fine with me. I don't give a fuck, right? I really don't care. But then be like, I'm supposed to text her when she's somewhere else. Uh, You're out of sight, out of mind, right? Out of sight, out of mind. I'm not going to be that ninja that you just texting, texting you back and forth. Can't wait for you to get back. So, um, you be like, you go dark. You go dark sometimes. I go dark all the time, <laughs> right? I'm dark all the time. I'm not just looking at my phone and looking at my emails, and I'm not looking at knocking at, waiting for people come and knock on your door. All right, hello, who is it? I'm not curious. I'm not that curious. So, uh, text messages, none of that shit matters to me. <laughs> like, and here's here's another thing that I know. Not only am I in, am I an introvert. I'm a boss ninja. So anytime somebody emails me or messages me or knocks on my door nine or sends me mail 9.9 times out of 10, you know what they're doing? They're asking me for something. <laughs> 9.9 out of 9.9 times out of 10, somebody contacted me. Nobody's contacting me like, hey, I'm checking on you. How are you? Hey, you know what? Can you use an extra $1,000 right now? Hey, man, hey, look, can you hold $10,000 worth of cash for me away from? Nobody's texting me. Bitches want dinner. Bitches want something to do. Bitches is bored. All right. Uh, Baby mama want money. Lawyers want money off. Ninja, when you a money boss player in the building, every time somebody contacts me, they want something. (laughs) This is Fixes Binds LLC. Like, Ninja, ain't nobody contacting me with some good news. Hey, I got some great news. 
uh, you know what? You had an electric bill that they had a refund for you, 15000 You know what I mean here? So that's what I know when you're a money boss player in the house. Nobody's contacting me with some good goddamn news. They always contacting me with some bad news. So why am I going to be looking forward to my email or my phone or my text lighting up? I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, somebody else wants something. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Everybody's in the bind. Everybody's trying to make a dime off of me. Everybody's trying to, like, get exposure. Somebody wants to do a collab. I mean, there's always a tax there's always a tax on me just to respond to something. So I just want to let people know I'm not the guy that's just waiting for people to contact me at all. All right. And so I tend to put shit like that on the back burner. <laughs> right. I put it on the back burner and then I'll get to it when I get to it. All right. So anyway, we in, we in the building, man. I'm telling you, man, it ain't it ain't what it is. It, it is what it is. Shout out to our brother. Mario says CGA got game stream in the building. Oh, by the way. Yes, I should let you know. What a crazy week in football. Crazy week in football. We will be on CGA Got Game. I know this is last week's thumbnail. Boy, what happened to the 49ers? We will be on CGA Got Game after this. After this show. All right, 1 o'clock, CGA Got Game channel. Put the link in the description right there. We will be reviewing week 8 in the NFL. And, oh, it was topsy-turvy, to say the least. All right, anyway. Let me get on with today's show. Let me go doom and gloom. I'll get back to the other earlier contributors to today's show. So let's start off with a little bit of doom and gloom. All right, doom and gloom CGA back in the building. Uh, Do you guys know there's a war on the horizon? And uh, I got to show you, man, uh, we got some cowards out here. They're called Zennials. You cowards. You draft dodgers. Apparently, let's go ahead and show you right here. Apparently here, according to some media outlets and you've seen on your social media, that Zennials. New, 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 new world order. You know, the people who think they should be millionaires at 22 hoes shaking their ass on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Zennials are terrified of military draft as the war looms. Man, ring the bell on these ninjas. <laughs> All right. The hypocrisy and the irony is dripping across social media as Zennials slowly begin to realize that the consequences of their support for establishment elitism might come back to bite them in the arse. Keep in mind, this is the generation most inclined to vote for Joe Biden and his ilk, and they did. They could not wait to rush to the polls. And the generation most inclined to rapidly support war against Russia and Ukraine. These were the same people clamoring for hundreds of billions of dollars in American weapons and funding to be sent to the Ukraine to prolong a losing war, leading to the needless deaths of hundreds of thousands of Ukraine draftees. However, ha, <laughs> ha, However, now these tippy-toe ass, half-reading rainbow ass, half-bisexual ass, half-ethical monogamy, half-feminist, half-progressive, half-skeezer and horse, now they're out here trying to skedaddle for more. You voted for this. I told you to do Biden. Let's listen to one reading rainbow right here. Hey, 
So five years of rent-free living, free food, and no responsibilities versus being immediately obliterated by an AK-47 the moment I set foot on that battlefield. Mm. And that's if they can catch me, because you think, this draft occurs, I'm headed for the hills, baby. I know a place. It has everything I could possibly need. I know a place, too. Uh, Let me just find out where this place is. I know a wonderful place for you, sir, but uh, you don't have much choice now. Ninja, hey, listen. This is a good place for you right here. Ha, 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 ha. Take a look. It's in a book. It's reading rainbow. Ninja, you can you can go anywhere. Oh, my Lord. Friends to know over there. Ways to grow. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And you can be anything. <laughs> hey. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> you can take your mask over there, ninja. Take your sachet and sante ass over there trying to remind me every day of where you stick your prick. I don't really care, man. Take your ass over there and do what you need to do. You talking about I can do anything. I can be anything except drafted in the war. Ninja, there's a whole bunch of them out here. Look at this ninja out here. Good morning. So I'm hearing a lot of stuff about how the United States is considering reinstating the draft because recruitment numbers for the military are so low. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. It is the funniest fucking shit that I've heard all year. The decrepit fossils who run our country Uh, are out of their fucking minds. If they think that anyone who hasn't already enlisted is just going to put on a uniform and go to war because they said so. Wait, 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 wait. I thought y'all voted for this ish. Didn't you want to do Biden? All right. Even the feminists are getting into this right here. Look at these feminists in here. They don't want to go to war. Whoever says that women are not funny are fucking liars because this comment section has set me into a fucking different orbit. It's about women having to join the draft. Girl, I use my period to get out of PE. I'm not fighting in a war. <laughs> my mom said I can't go if there will be boys. <laughs> my therapist said I should stand my ground and say no to anything. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. My therapist said... My therapist said I shouldn't have to go. Oh, is that your therapist? All right. Comfy. My mom has to meet everyone's parents before I go. I'm a talker. If I get captured, I'm spilling all the tea and drawing maps for them. Leave me alone. I have low irons. Yeah, she laughing now. And uh, Ninja, do we have to do it today already? My Lord, what is going on with the Zennials? <laughs> What is going on, man? Lord have mercy. Every time I pull up a Zinio, it's a tippy toe ass, sachet and chate ass, bull dagger ass. What is going on? And I don't, it's not like I hate these people, but what is going on with these Zinios? Short Capri pairing, man wearing ass, purse carrying ass ninjas. What is going on, man? Y'all got too much. Yeah, she laughing. She laughing from pain because she knows she about to take that ass there. And there's people all over the internet. We don't want our daughters to go to war. All right. Hey, man. Ninja, suck it up, buttercup. What are we doing here? All this political shit. Um, you might very well have female in the infantry. You know, these young girls who have been getting amped up, like, over these Marvel movies, like, over the years, they have to understand in a combat situation over there, a full-grown, muscular man who is trained to kill you who hates you with the utmost intensity there's going to be no rules well you still want equality huh well tell me are you willing to fight beside men 
Nope. No, they ain't. They ain't. And let me tell you something, Ninja. If they was drafting me too, I would be saying the same thing. But they ain't drafting me, Ninja. Hey, y'all take your monkey asses to war. Hey, we need to thin out the herd anyway, man. Hey, yeah. Uh, y'all letting men, women, and children getting balam, blah, skitty pop popped over there in Ukraine and over there in Palestine. But when it's time for you to go skitty pop pop, you got something to say, man. Hey, man. New, 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 it is what it is. Where's equality at? Where's all that equality at? Where's it at? All right, equality, my ass. All right, anyway, doom and gloom rolls on. Uh, did you guys know, man, the auto industry, man, look at what's going on, Ninja. What's going on? Car owners are falling behind on payments at the highest rate on record. Good Lord. Don't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Man. Ninjas is out here broke. I mean, listen, I'm broke too, Ninja, and everybody trying to pat my pockets down. Car payments falling behind. Yikes. Highest record rate. And also, these EVs aren't working. The auto executives are saying, man, get these goddamn EV cars up out of here, man. I already told you this is what was going to happen. And shout out to all my EV car drivers here. Even GM, Ford, Mercedes-Benz, Chevrolet, they cannot even sell these pieces of hunk of junk. Nobody cares about plugging their car in. EVs right here are getting harder to sell. Mercedes isn't the only one. Almost all current EV product is going for under sticker price these days. And on top of that, some EVs are seeing manufacturer incentives of nearly 10%. That's an inventory buildup at dealerships, much to the chagrin of the dealers. My car buyers are in luck. If they're looking for a plug-in vehicle, executives are finding even significant markdowns and discounts aren't even enough. These cars are taking dealers longer to sell compared to their gas counterparts. And the next wave of buyers focus on cost, infrastructure, challenges, and lifestyle barriers to adopting. By the way, if you know, I'm the one that called it out. I've been calling this out for well over a year that we were going to head here. All right, anybody can see this, but... Not everybody CGA. Not everybody Coach Adamas. I called this out. I had a couple of EV ninjas in here. Shout out to my EV ninjas. Y'all was like, yeah, this is just propaganda against the EV. I told you, infrastructure issues. All right, I told you, nobody wants these cars. I told you, they're going to push for them. And uh, God, what's going to happen to the Hellcat? Didn't they change all the challengers and chargers in the EV? Them shits is going to be such a hit. That's going to be a miss. That's going to be a whiff. Nobody's going to buy that car. And, and apparently they have speakers that put out the vroom, vroom. Nobody's going to buy that shit. And they're going to have to go back to plan D because plan C and B and A ain't working. All right. You got that going on. And how about this? A, apparently a guy digs in the trash for receipts next to an ATM. And he says, damn, Americans are broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Let's play it. So I'm at the bank, right? I noticed everybody's receipts right there. So I'm like, hmm, let me see how America's doing. Felt like being nosy. <laughs> Available balance, $400. Shit. Available balance, 173 Available balance, 57 cents. Woo. Damn, bro. America going through it, man. I mean, what would happen if, like, you know, they get, like, a sickness in the family or some emergency? Shit, it's not easy to live out here in 2023 nowadays. Yeah. 
Might as well go back to El Salvador or some shit, man. Your oh, country. man, man, man. Damn, he going back to El Salvador. Oh, my goodness. What in the world? Jesus. My man going back across the border. He was like, man, it ain't that land of opportunity here. By the way, we welcome all the immigrants across. We need a doom and gloom ninja. Come on over, man, and bring some ladies. Why don't you? Bring some ladies. I need a couple of Honduras, El Salvadorian women. I need a whole army of y'all ladies over here. Yes. I fall in love with y'all box-shaped ass women. All right, yeah, man. Shout out to them. Uh, we do have more doom and gloom here, and I think this is the last one. Uh, the Viking women of Iceland are going on a strike. Yeah, they striking against you ninjas. You broke ninjas in the system over there. They're saying there's no gender equality, and I'm waiting for it to load up, so I got to waste some time here. So you know the Viking. Have everybody been to Iceland? Iceland is uh, seen as a utopia. And it was a utopia about 10, 15 years ago. And what happened was people would go over there and they're like, hey, Iceland's wonderful. You can leave your kid outside and go get coffee. Like they leave their kids in the stroller and go get coffee. Crime rate is low. There's no ninjas there. Mm. <laughs> right. There's no ninjas there. So the crime rate's low. Uh, the sexual transmuted diseases are high, though. STDs are high. Because there's not that many people there. I believe there's only 347,000 people on Iceland and a bunch of Vikings. You know what I mean? These women, big-ass Viking women with long blonde hair, last names, you know, uh, Dewar's Dorderson and all of these, you know, last names with two little uh, accents on the top, you know, two little dots. Uh, you can't even uh, pronounce the last name if you, if you wish. And you could buy a vowel, Ninja, with these last names. Anyway, I digress. Apparently, the, in these economic times, the Viking women of Iceland has decided to go on strike. They decided to have a day without women work day. All right. So all the secretaries and administrative assistants and paralegals and, um, you know, uh, Starbucks uh, baristas took the day off. And they decided to show what it would be like in Iceland if women didn't go to work and weren't treated equally. Now, I don't know what world they're living in. What, what equality are you talking about? But let's play it here. All right, let's bang the drum. All right, uh, what's his name? Thor, get your girls out here. Here we go. Uh-oh. Look at the Viking women here. Uh, lots of Viking women out here. As you can see, they all went out in the freezing cold. All right, uh, temperatures, they're all dressed up for October. I don't think the sun's going down anytime soon either. It might be 23 hours of sunlight. But there's your Viking women there. There they go right there. And they're pissed. No makeup or anything going on over there. And uh, if you like your women plain Jane, you need to go to Iceland. Go get you a Viking woman. They don't wear a lot of makeup over there, which I like. Uh, but they have effectively shut down the country for gender equity. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. They've gone on a Punani strike, which I, I don't believe because the STIs are just out of control in Iceland. But uh, apparently, you know, they, they have a lot of free sex over there. Like, they, they don't have, like, love sex like us. I mean, they do, but they don't. Same thing as Sweden and all those uh, uh, Nordic countries. The Viking women just like to pro. They like to bang. She bang. She bang. Uh, but, yeah, not another ninja in sight. All right, here we go right here. And the Viking women are turning against the Viking men. What is going on out here? So here you go right here. What gender equality? What, what are you talking about? What, what's going on here? I mean, we have war, famine, economic uh, downtrot. We got all kind of stuff going on. And these women want their fair share. Mm. 
They're going on a Punani strike in Iceland, which is almost impossible, right? But they're going to pull it off here. And they're angry and mad. They're so angry and mad, they're going to stand in one place and scream and yell. I mean, they're not, what else are you going to do here? Just going to force yourself to pay. And by the way, here, some of these, uh, some of these comments are odd. Some of these comments are odd. It says right here. Uh, let's see, where is it at here? It says, uh, we deserve the same baseline. Mm. All right, I, I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know. Uh, we need to bring back war. What's going on with the Viking men? Them ninjas got soft over here. Uh, the same baseline, what? How many of these jobs out here? I mean, take a look at these people here. Like, what kind of jobs do you think they do? Icelandic nurse. I mean, nurse. I mean, all you got to do is pull some Muslims in there and they tear up shit real quick. All right, like in Sweden. But what kind of job? Same baseline, what? You mean the same outcome? <laughs> they want the same outcome of what? You want the same pay as men, but the men are doing jobs that are probably a little. Matter of fact, they're at work right now while you're standing out in the freezing cold singing Thor's anthem. This is absolutely crazy. Okay, if you want that, I got I to gotta, I gotta answer for you. Why don't you, let's go back to this, why don't you join the military, <laughs> right, where, where all the other Viking ninjas is at? But when it's time to join the military, all of a sudden they sniggling. Here it is right here. All of a sudden, nah, nah, we don't want to do it. Has anyone created a Gong to War Pinterest board? <laughs> I belong in the kitchen, y'all stay safe. My mom said no. Do they think I'm above getting dishonorably discharged? If I wear a skirt, will someone wear a skirt with me? <laughs> Everyone's period would sink and it would be game over for the enemy. Fucking true. Are they sure? Because I'd be letting my emotions get the best of me. You hear that laugh of pain? You hear that laugh that reality hits you when you ask for equality and you get it? All of a sudden, <laughs> my period in the enemy's door. These people are pathetic. Hey, as I said, feminism has freed men and it has imprisoned and trapped women and has painted them in a corner. And this isn't hate for women. It just has been. It died in 2020. And not only that, it was the biggest shit test ever performed on any American system and even worldwide, as a matter of fact. It was the biggest shit test and we failed. We thought they wanted equality, but what they want is the equality of outcome. By not doing the work. And this goes across the board with the, almost everything that they're doing here. Sure, you can tap away at that keyboard. Hey, listen, you get what you're worth and you get what you're negotiating. But then to go on strike and then say you're not going to do this part of your responsibility is absolutely pathetic. And I love seeing it because it will be the meltdown of our system before the asteroid comes. That's doom and gloom. Here we go. Let's get to these earlier contributors to today's show, man. I appreciate y'all for being here. Do me a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. We got 2,000 already on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We got everybody on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, and the Notorious CGA channel. Almost 300 people over here. We're well above the 2,500 people watching the best entertainment here live on YouTube. Shout out to Kaylin. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. What the hell's going on here? Okay. All right. Uh, shout out to Spike Spiegel says this is unrelated to the show, 
But have you ever seen the Netflix series called Narcos? Skitty pop, pop, pop all day. And he says, date team go scrap. <laughs> the team go scrap. Cock, 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 cock. I got to invite uh, Big Shaq onto it. He says, shout out to the coach gang and the train yang gang in the building. Train yang. All right. Shout out to you. And Kaylin says, what do you have to say, sir? All right. Kaylin says, all right, it's loading up. Oh, trust me, it is. It's true. He says, what's up, coach? My Rams took one on the chin against them damn cowgirls. The Chiefs, however, couldn't even score a touchdown, and you know who wasn't there. Are they in trouble in your eyes? Well, Patrick Mahomes was sick, but yeah, Taylor Swift wasn't there. She wasn't going to show up and show out in Denver, so we'll review that later on the CGA Got Game channel over there. By the way, I've been demonetized two more times, all right? So I'm now the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. And if you know, you know. I've been demonetized two more times this weekend. This weekend. Yeah, man. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? I'm now the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. It's a sad day. Shout out to our man Daniel says, any love for my Texas this weekend, coach, or are we still frauds? Well, you found out, all right? Mm. He says, don't hold that loss to Atlanta against us. Didn't you find out the hard way? You found out the hard way. All right, shout out to you. Macaroni Tony says, y'all done conjured up spirits prancing around in all that paganism. But as they say, uh... I don't know what that says. Uh, or, uh, or, uh, one hand washes the other. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the real ladies of America. And the real ladies of America know who they are. Speaking of one of the realest ladies out here, it's Karen in the building. Miss KC is in the building. Karen says, you are the best on YouTube. And she sends me laughs and kisses. Let me fix this, that bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Shout out to you, sister. I appreciate you out here. Shout out to the real ladies looking for direction. And they're also looking for uh, something other than money in their pockets. They're looking for direction. All right, because they misguided and undecided out here. Or <laughs> a lot of misguided and undecided ladies out here. I appreciate y'all for being here. We have, uh, let me see here. We have, let me see here. I, I'm lost. Daniel McGee says, leveraging options, peace, quiet, and freedom is the only way for me. Happy life, no wife, free agent lifestyle. Thanks, Reverend X time. All right, Reverend X is out of context, though. I got to get him in context. All right, DJ Berserk says, thank you for recommending Outwitting the Devil. I'm halfway. I'm only halfway through, but the book and the 369 methods are helping change my way of thinking. But that convo with Satan was intense indeed. And uh, uh, what's that guy's name? His name is Dan Bilzerian. Dan Bilzerian has an interesting post. I'm trying to figure out how to fit it in. But he's talking about how he had available sex with, uh, you know, the women that wanted to be in his life, whether he paid for them or not. And he found out that wasn't the answer. Uh, neither is material things. Neither is really wealth. All right. These aren't the answers. And a lot of guys are chasing these things. This is why I recommend first the free agent lifestyle as a book, then the evolution, then outwitting the devil. A lot of you are chasing Carnal pleasures. And what you're doing is, and money is one of those, by the way. And I use money for something else. I, I love power but and freedom. But that's, that's why I chase, you know, that's why I proactively work like crazy. It's not for money. It is for power and freedom. But with that being said, with that being said, 
Um, a lot of us think that having a lot of sex is going to be our cure. Let me tell you something. When you've had enough of it, you had enough of it. It's not going to be it. But, of course, some ninjas got to learn the hard way. Right? You're going to go through it. And I would almost suggest, I know a lot of people are going to be mad at me. I would almost suggest, go get some. Go get some. Because what, what you're fiending for is either you're greedy or you can't get enough. Right? I mean, or you can't get any. Once you have puss it takes away the power of the puss all right and one more thing i've said um about it is like have you ever had a nymphomaniac girlfriend a nympho i know in your wildest dreams you're like i want a nympho i want a nympho i've had a couple of nymphos in my life i was i could not keep up all right i could not keep up they're insatiable they're demons they're succubies they're demonic and they suck your energy. Remember, men give energy to women. It doesn't come back, all right? Most of the time, they're takers of energy. They're succubies. And I'm not saying this as negative, but nymphomaniac girl, you get one, dude, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to keep up because post-nut clarity is going to kick you in the nuts already, right? She's going to drop down in attractiveness already after you bust. Then she's going to want more, and every time you go in, ninja, she get worse looking after a while. And then you don't even want her nasty ass snail trails on your, you just like, oh. Is she trying to kiss you and tongue? you like, ninja just, you don't want to touch nothing moist. You go in the kitchen, you're like, everything I want dry. I want dry cookies, dry cake, dry pie. You don't want no moist, no water. No, nah, hell no. <laughs> you're like, I want no moisture. You want the humidity to drop to 0%. You're like, I don't want to feel nothing sweaty or nothing nah ninja just <laughs> no slime you don't want to be slime no more you be in the bathroom crying <laughs> all right anyway you're like oh this is just getting old and um they used to do this by the way with addiction back in the day when people used uh you know inhumane treatment <laughs> they used to do this with addiction where they would make you, uh, like if you were a uh, if you were a smoke addict, they would lock you up in one of these facilities and give you mad cigarettes. All right, they would just make you smoke. They're like, oh, you like the smoke? All right, here we go. So they lock you in a room, and you're like, oh, look at all these. I got Newport, Virginia Slims. You ready to go. You just lighted up, smoking. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, no, you can't come out until you smoke 15 cigarettes. You're like, hell yeah. Ooh, hell yeah. Just smoking. <laughs> They like, oh no, you think you going to sleep? Oh hell no. These lights gonna be on bright as a motherfucker. Uh keep smoking, by the way. You like, mm. damn. <coughs> After two weeks, ninja, you can't even see a cigarette. They like, man, I can't I, I can't smoke another cigarette. <laughs> I can't smoke. That's what happens to you when you out here try to bang on the women. You like, oh hell no. No more, please. I want something else to do. Give me something else to do. I ain't got no time for that. Anyway. Where we at here? Yeah, man. You think that's what you want, but guys, Dan Bilzerian. Let me play the clip about Dan Bilzerian. And, of course, there's some profanity in there. But uh, a lot of guys think, especially young guys, you think this is your answer. You think this is your answer. Uh, let's go ahead and play him here. Fuck nine girls in a day. And for, like, a period, it was like more was always better. Four was better and five was better. and But... 
when we got to 30 where I'm like, okay, I'm on this fucking 300 foot yacht. I'm with, you know, 27 girls and it's like, I'm miserable. What the fuck? I don't know, man. It's like that deep seated feeling that there's like a lack. And I think a lot of people get caught up in pleasure seeking. I mean, I was fucking head on into it. I mean, I think I'm one of the few people that can actually tell people, you know, that the pleasure seeking isn't the fucking answer from a guy that's done it. I think. Look at Lo is that Logan Paul? Logan Paul is actually looking and trying to rethink his life. Like, oh, what? It ain't it. It ain't the answer. And of course, you guys got to go through the you guys got to go through it just to see it. But I'm going to tell you, a lot of guys really haven't gone through it. So you think that's the answer. It's not the answer. And uh, yeah, you're still going to be empty afterwards. You're still going to be empty. Somebody said nine. How um, you guys know that he had a boat and he had those. Hold on for a second. You know who Dan Bilzerian is, right? Everybody knows he's got girls on his boat. Dan Bill, how the hell you spell that? Zarian. And uh, I actually pointed out that, um, let me see if I can pull him up. I actually pointed out that he's had less and less women on around him. Bill Zarian. Even in his photos now, he has less and less women. He used to have like 5, 10, 30 women, but now you see less. Uh, this is his Instagram. I wonder if I can show this on YouTube. A lot of it. Uh, see, uh, here's an example of how he can bang nine women. <laughs> right there you go right there. Hey, give me a the reminder. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, he has them available to him. He has them available. So it's easy. And they're there for that. Although, give it 20 years, this ninja might catch a me too. All right, but uh, uh, he has them available to them. And that's what they're there for. But when you have it like that, what'll happen is, what'll happen is the thrill will be gone. You get burnt out. And one is no different from the other. So you're getting burnt out. They're getting more from it than you're getting from it. It's a kind of an existence that men have to go through. And they used to call this sowing your wild oats. Sowing your wild oats. Yeah, it sounds like a good fun. I Ninja, for two weeks, I would do it. For two weeks, I could see myself doing it. But after that, every day, every single day, nah. I, there's something more better to do. It's just trust me, guys. And this is the same thing with money. It's the same thing with money. You get money and then you look up and you wake up and you get desensitized to it. You start making a couple thousand a day. You start making X amount of dollars per month. And then you're like, okay, this gives me access. This gives me what I want. This gives me, but, and then the next day you make another thousand dollars and you're like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean as much. Then you're like, I need to make a hundred thousand a day. And you continue to drive, which is fine. Continue to drive. However, if you think that's going to be your solution, it's not. But you have to put it in proper perspective. What do you really want? For me, I can put it in this proper perspective. I want power. I want freedom. So that's what wakes me up. That's what makes me excited. Freedom. When my freedom is contested, then I feel like somebody's attacking me. Right. I want to be able to freely do things. So that's what that's what it is. And sometimes I want to freely go on a bender where I have eight broads at me at my feet. Right. So then that's fine. But to pursue that is where the loss is to pursue. That is where the loss is. So keep hustling, but put it in perspective. And by the way, there's no such thing as happiness. You're not chasing that. That is an endless chase 
You're throwing yourself into the abyss. It is not a permanent state. What do you really want? Let's get back to the show. I do have a couple more chats to acknowledge. Jay Flo had a blast at Glamis for holiday or Halloween weekend. I saw a lot of white wolves with hot desert rats all over the weekend. He says right here, free agents are winning. Coach Gang Yang out here. Indeed, that's what it is. That's what it is. And shout out to Glamis. I'm not sure what that is. Shout out to you. Sam says, monogamy is so uninteresting in 2023. Give me peace, quiet, and freedom and schedule JUCO sessions. It ain't even, I, he says, I ain't even going back to the plantation at all. At all. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Joshua Moon says, my ex that I cohabitated with got mad at me because I saved to buy one ounce of silver, even though after I leave my job, I'll be spending more on her prices. Wrong. Uh, they don't care about women don't care about stuff like this, <laughs> right? Investing. What's wrong with you? Bob says, can you be drafted in the military after age 26? I thought it was 28, but somebody else fill me in on when the draft age is. Shout out to Riz Khalifa. They introduced females into combat jobs in 2018 and 2019. There's plenty of women currently serving in infantry, armor, and combat engineer doctor roles. All right, shout out to you. Shout out to the lady serving as well. Shout out to Sligo is the sauce. And we're going to keep the show moving. Shout out to Sligo. Sligo says, happy belated birthday, paying my dues. Great show. Coach, you're killing it. Next, Rush Limbaugh, you keep it up. I'm going to keep this up years and years. One of these days, y'all going to remember. Look at, remember this ninja was on YouTube talking shit? I'll still be on YouTube, but yeah. Military draft cutoff. What is the cutoff age, though? You guys are saying 45. What's the draft cutoff age? I want to know. Because my monkey ass ain't going. Random Thoughts took a break from sisters and got a Kaylee for this weekend to celebrate in South Africa. For South Africa winning the Rugby World Cup. Never going back to sisters again. Oh, sisters. Sisters, I I don't like to give sisters too many L's. And I'm not going to go in on sisters today. But damn, Ninja got him a couple pink toes and he ain't going back. All right, let's get back to the show. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Somebody said 26 is the age, but let's get back to the show here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here, brought to you by the new, 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 new world. All right, we got a video here of uh, let's see what he's talking about here. He says, The life of a sugar daddy. We're seeing more and more of these videos and skits. With this sugar daddy theme or sugar baby theme, but let's hear it. I think there's some music in the background, but let's play it. Life of a sugar daddy. You said you all right, the life of a sugar daddy. All right, freshly divorced Deborah. All right, I can't play the video because it has music. A gently used baby mama, short on rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, sugar daddy shows up and fixes a bind right there. Here we go right here. And uh, Sugar, uh, Sugar, Sugar, a.k.a. Lil Cash App in the building. Shout out to Lil Cash App in the building and play a player fixing binds. Uh-oh. Oh, there's a Cash App. He says, I'm in a bind, Nate. All right. Yeah. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right. And he about the Cash Apper. Oh, what are you going to say here, sir? That's $40? 
damn, Ninja, he says, I sent your little funky 40. Enjoy. Not the funky 40 out here. Okay, daddy. Damn. Damn, daddy. All right, little cash app baby in the building. Mr. Fixes buying right here. The buying fixes are in the building. The life of a Look at him. Oh, no. He said, oh, wait. What was it? I can't see this one here. Let me go back. What was the first one right here? Hold on. Let me see if I can fix it up here. It says right here. It says leaving Kim from the gym's house. All right. Not Kim from the gym. My man fixing binds everywhere. Ninja and ninjas is talking about tricking. He ain't tricking. Freshly divorced Deborah. Yeah. I see you when I see you, baby out here. Your rent's due, there it mama. is. A gently used, a gently used baby mama who shout on rent. Ninja. Yeah. She shout. Little sugar, sugar, little cash app queen in the building. Okay, daddy. Man, it's, hey, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> right here, right here is the day. This is the day. I got money. I told y'all the monetized marketplace is going to be the future. Poly relationships is going to be the future. The days are gone where ninjas is going to be shamed out of using their leverage to get a little bit of, yeah. I got money. <laughs> and y'all asked for this shit. You asked to be put in this position, and I don't feel bad about fixing a couple of the binds out here. Did you? Them young girls don't want it. Them young girls don't. Them young girls don't want you. They just be like a real man gets it for free. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Hold up. A real man gets it for free. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a plan. All right, yeah. Them ninjas right here. Oh, that sounds good. All right, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll waste time with you. I'll waste time with you because you don't have money. Oh, okay. The one thing you don't have. <laughs> here we go right here. The unbinder in the building. Shout out to the dark side. I got money. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, all right, yeah. We'll all be, we'll all be together trying to get it for free ass ninjas. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. All right, you still getting it for free. All right, yeah. Boy, welcome to 20, uh, 20, what is it? 2014. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's get into it. Let's get into it right here. All right, what do we got here? We have a young lady that's, oh, we got a, oh, this is a sad one. This one breaks my heart. Straggle and Snickle Theater. We have a female comedian. Oh. Something like an oxymoron. All right, a female comedian. But uh, let's see what happens here. Oh, okay, we got a strawberry blonde on the stage. I ain't mad. All right, let's see what she has to say. Wild and out. What do you say? Well, I thought we were cooking. Oh. Oh, did you see that? Ugh. You see her wiggle that sloppy yogurt around? Oh my god. I like um don't care. So like I don't know what you want me to say. The 
there's like 400 people here, so, and everyone's laughing a lot. And oh, it doesn't matter because I'm on Lexapro and I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Let's continue with this video. All right, so you see what's happening here. I played a little bit of it so you can see what happened here. So, what happened was a female comedian is on the stage, right? Not me again. She's trying to be funny. People are giving her the laugh of comfort. She probably is not very funny. Just judging from this little bit of clip, this she's not very funny. All right, she's basically just claiming to be mentally ill and, and a wackadoodle. All right, so then what happened was there was a heckler that says, say something funny. Of course, because people are looking to prote uh, protect her self-esteem because she took a chance to go up there and she's probably bombing, as they used to call it. She's bombing. Everybody knows she's bombing. So when the guy says, say something funny, she responds and doesn't know really what to say. But of course, of course, a ninja going to put life and limb. A ninja went to go put life and limb, his whole body on the line. He doesn't know who's doing the heckling. He doesn't know who the person is, if he's part of the show. A ninja. A big must, and it's always these big muscular ass ninjas, the wannabe alphas. And by the way, I don't promote alpha lifestyle at all. And now, if you an alpha, you an alpha. But there's a lot of faux alphas out here, and I'm anti. I'm anti faux alpha. There's a lot of fake ass alphas out here. Uh, most of these alphas are simp's, and uh, they will always threaten people. They'll threaten people like me. They'll threaten true speakers, and especially they never pick on a woman. All right, these ninjas, and they're overly. Uh, souped up on uh, testosterone and uh, trend and uh, Winnie and steroids. <laughs> it's always these ninjas. I'll whoop your ass, ninjas. All right. Why you want to whoop my ass? Because what? She's not funny. Let's just go. Let's go back here. Here's the Captain Saber ninja. And it's always black men and black men. This is this is what I call death by simp. Why do you always think that people are scared of you <laughs> ninjas please white people not scared of you like you think they are and we have i have classic i know ninjas ninjas be like come on man no. they're not scared of you like that i don't know if you know white people be trying to clap they, they carry and i had to learn this ninja would y'all go to a firearm range one weekend so you can see what type of people carrying skitty pop pops. Yeah, that little Asian man looked like he not going to do nothing. Ninja, they are armed to the teeth. That little Korean guy got gats. They will smoke your ass. All right. They looking for a reason. But y'all ninjas think you're going to have time to reach for your nine and cock it sideways. Stop trying to run up on people because you black. Stop. I'm a black man and I'm going to run up on you. Okay. <laughs> please stop doing that go to a firearms range and if you see a ninja with that american flag that's kind of faded out and it looks like they protect in the blue if they got an american flag if they have a dog if they have any of these items if they have a big truck with big ass tires a jeep a a, a, a ford raptor a f-150 if they have any of these things on their ninja leave them alone they got firearms <laughs> and ammunition chill out with running up on people i'm just i'm just trying to tell y'all
And you're going to learn the hard way, right? You're going to learn the hard way. So let's put it in right here. Oh, play it. Well, I thought we were cooking. Oh. Uh, and this dude got the flag on his shirt. All right, uh, guys, look at this guy, man. Look at this guy. Is this his girlfriend or something? Is this his girlfriend? He got the flag on his shirt. And you about to lose your life out here for this woman. Please don't lose your life for this woman right here. This. Take a look at this woman right here. This the woman right here. <laughs> All right. Look at like uh, the undertaker herself. I, I'm just trying to tell brothers, man, and we need to get a life. We need to get a life, man, with this shit. You're not Mr. Tough Guy. No, wait. No, sit down, sit down. Wait, sit down. Wait, no, black guy, sit down. <laughs> just the funny part of the show. Hey, black guy, Mr. Black Guy. No, and, and here's the question. Why did nobody else stand up? Why did no other men step up to fight him? Nobody else did. But you got in your feelings. Emotional single mother raised ass ninja. Please stop doing this. He talking that ish. And even she's surprised. She gonna slob him down very nicely. Milston Milka Magni. Now, let me just say something. If this was a black female comedian, would he have jumped up? I'm just saying right here was if this was a black female comedian, but he had jumped up and look at you got a, a beta Brad back here looking. He didn't jump up. He's sitting at your table. Stop doing this, guys. Stop doing this. Hey, Mr. Ninja. Getting emotional like this. This is immature. Getting emotional like this in public is immature. Shit, I'm trying to enjoy myself. And we try to have a good time. And now I'm out here. We have a good time. And you're trying to enjoy myself. And you out here talking that shit. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get beat up or you're going to go to jail or you're going to lose your life or you're going to win a fight over a comedy show with this white one, this Millie Mouth Muskrat. Really? <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. All right, I'm going to look back at you angrily. Come on, man. God. We gots to do better. We gots to do better. All right, this is these ninjas on Facebook. These are the ninjas in my comment section, too, looking like this ninja. I lift weights. All right. <laughs> shots. Shots for this table. Um... <laughs> oh, you're jealous I didn't pick on you? <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, my God. I, like, um, don't care. So, like, I don't know what you want me to say. There's, like, 400 people here, so, and everyone's laughing a lot. And, oh, it doesn't matter because I'm on Lexapro and I'm rich. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Dudes over there who are gonna gangbang me later. So. Oh, Jesus. I just. Oh, the humanity. <sighs> brothers, brothers, we gots to stop. This shit has got to end. This Millie Bob Muskrat just said that on the stage. She just said that. 
We are the catfish of the dating pool. Brothers, ring the bell on y'all. We have no, nobody respects us. Nobody. We all just, we all just pussy things to them. We all just simps and pussy things, man. We got to, we got to rehab our image. All these players ass ninjas, we got to rehab our shit. Ay, ay, ay. Hold up. That was, that was hot, dude. You want to fucking? <laughs> Look at him. That was really cool what you did for me back there. I love what- Oh, Jesus. Man. <laughs> Straggle and Sniggle Theater goes on. This is, this is terrible. Um, apparently, Skims. <laughs> I don't know if I can play this on YouTube, but we're going to do it. Kim Kardashian has come out with a bra that has nipples. In them, let's go ahead and play the video. The Earth's temperature is getting hotter and hotter. The sea levels are rising. The ice sheets are shrinking. And I'm not a scientist. But I do believe everyone can use their skill set to do their part. That's why I'm introducing a brand new bra with a built-in nipple. So no matter how hot it is, you'll always look cold. Some days are hard, but these nipples are harder. And unlike the icebergs, these aren't going anywhere. The Skims Ultimate Nipple Bra. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <sighs> Man. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? I mean, now, you guys want... <laughs> You guys want, <laughs> you guys want this. You guys want to be taken seriously. Where do we go from here? And not only that, here's the thing. The NBA just announced. Let me see here. The NBA just announced that Skims. Let me just point this out here. I'm going to point this out. This is how far we've gone and fallen as a society. The NBA and Skims are the official underwear partner. They're together. And there's that dude. What's his name? Adam Silver? I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Kemp Kardashian, who started off her career on a sex tape, has now a bra with nipples, so the nipples are constantly hard. But, of course, why are you looking at my tatas? And then has partnered with the NBA. <laughs> oh, man. Man, what are we doing, man? Oh, the humanity. It's about a rap. It's a, first of all, uh, skims are the official underwear of the Indian. What they do have a male skims out. They do have a male skims. I, I yo, man. <laughs> and I tried to save y'all a long time ago, but it's over now. I can't save y'all no more. I can't save the world. I'm just gonna watch this shit. Just, we've hit the iceberg, Ninja. Now it's just play the violins, ride that shit out. I'm not trying to save women no more. I'm not trying to save you goofy-ass simps. I hope y'all didn't just catch a bad one trying to act out. What a world we live in, and it's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. Let's get to the next one. Apparently, there is a haunted house for the weekend, guys. This is a haunted house for black men. So let's go ahead and take it. It says, point of view. 
black guys walking through a haunted house. Play it. It's a job application. Ooh. Listen, son, you ran the milk. I'm going to head to the store. I'll be right back. I sentence you to 18 years of child support. Well, I mean, that is a black man's haunted house for sure. <laughs> I mean, man, we really, we really, we really are. The bar is low. The bar is low for us. And uh, definitely this is some straggle and sniggle humor here. Oh, man, this is all bad. We really need to rehab our image, guys. You can't get mad. <laughs> it's a job application. Ooh. Oh, no. Listen, son, you ran the milk. I'm going to head to the store. I'll be right back. I sentence you to 18 years of child support. Oh, oh man, this is just, we need to do something about this. This is, this is despicable. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <laughs> Why well, got to be the job application, man? We out here working. Well, I don't have a job. All right, but it doesn't matter. All right, last one right here is going to be this woman right here. What is this one here? I don't know what this is. Okay, but uh, let's play it right here. Apparently, this is a young woman, of course. I think she's from Atlanta. And, yes, she's a sex worker. And uh, she's going to talk about something that I actually have been trying to warn you about as well. And uh, the, the conversation is this. Uh, here it is right here. Hold on for a second. Let's put it up. This woman goes by Jasmine Banks. Jasmine Banks. And she says she met her first trick at age. Well, I'll let her say it. This is where I met my first trick. I'm at her house and, um, you know, we're practicing. We're uh, doing dance practice or whatever. And he came there to visit her mom's boyfriend. And he saw me or whatever, um, asked me if I wanted to ride on his motorcycle. And of course I want to ride on it. So it took a little ride or whatever, whatever. Um, got back to the house and by the time he left he had offered me fifty dollars to eat my coochie <laughs> and it's yes um and this was a grown man right how old were you at this time i was 13 13. remember i told you I told you guys, a lot of these people have trauma. A lot of these people have been victimized. A lot of these people have started way earlier than you think. Unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, when people become adolescents, they think they're grown. And uh, young women start to develop or underdevelop. I don't know what they do. And then they think because they have a mind that is maturing and that they get their ego and that they're grown, they start to do things. Yes, parents don't know about these things. Sometimes the parents do know. But guys, this shit is wild. And the ninja who did that is wild as fuck. All right, but come on, man. This is wild. And you would have to actually already been sexually uh, active to actually go to that leap. But this shit is... Especially in the... Man, it's crazy. 14, 8th grade. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he I, he didn't... He, it didn't happen right then and there, but I did get get his information or whatever, and he ended up being a huge trick in my life. Like he had me driving his car to high school, uh, to my freshman year to high school. 
you know, gave me money all the time. I mean, and I mean, he wasn't like no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 15 years old, you know what I'm saying? So I'm happy with a couple of dollars here and there, you know, right. you know, um, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I guess that answers the question I was going to ask you, because when I heard you were sexually active in eighth grade, it made me wonder if you were having sex with boys your age or grown men. Both. You gotta pray. You gotta pray for people out here, man. Got got to watch them. You got to watch people like a hawk out here, man. Because these people are doing things that 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 you don't think. So you got to really, especially if you're marrying people down the line. Some people go through these phases. Some dudes are doing this, exposing themselves to young young girl and women. And then she says both. So men her age and not out, and outside of her age, ninja. We got to really be vigilant about what's going on out here. Be very, very vigilant. All right. Um, let me see here. I guess I'll play this last one on this one. Uh, let's see. Am I going to play this? I'll save this one for the next one. That was Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, uh, let's get to some contributions and then get back to the flow of the show. Do me a favor, hit the like button, and we're getting closer and closer. Buckle up your seatbelt. Shout out to Mimic the second says, some more doom and gloom. Biden has banned export firearms and ammo for 90 days. This is because we need to stock up for World War Three, it's new, on the new, horizon. New, new world order. Yikes. And I think I did hear about that. Shout out to the regular dude. I told you my bang gals play excellent against teams. You counted us out two weeks ago. I did count you in, but I did count you out. Shout out for your win against the 49ers. Steve D says, thank you, coach, for saying a lot of uh, sex won't make you happy. I needed to hear this today. And uh, if you don't believe me, try it. I mean, this definitely is going to prove it. Post not clarity for the win. Hawkeye Cry says doing the JUCO feels transactional and emotionless. No different from going to the script club. I need connection because the sex feels empty. Any advice? Um, I would tell you to get married, and it's the same thing. And I have a video next that's going to back this up. But, of course, we use our we don't use anecdotal evidence. Guys, sex in marriages is often mostly emotionless as well. And transactional. Now, not all sex, but uh, let, me, let me just take a random couple. A random couple. They only have, eight, they, they average eight times sex, um, eight, eight sex, wait, <laughs> how do I say this? They average eight sexual intercourses per month. Of those, if you think your girlfriend is always um, emotionally attached to you and thrilled and pleased and pleasured, when she gives you those eight pieces of sex, you're, you're out of your mind. I would say maybe half of those, if you're lucky, are going to be her enthusiastically wanting to do it. The other half is she's just kind of getting through it. Maybe, maybe two out of eight. Maybe two out of eight. I'm just letting you know. Maybe two out of eight. But I'm just letting you know, guys, uh, the best possible time that you're going to have sex is this, this two times. That's two times. Eight times a month. Yeah, I, I've showed you this data. Eight times a month. That's the average amount of times a couple has sex. And this is normally in the first parts of relationship. Eight times a month. All right, singles have sex about six times a month. 
All right, and I'm pretty sure the date is almost flipped at this point. And the longer you're married, the less you have sex. So anytime there is sex, it's not going to be this emotional connection. The only time it's true is in the first three months, three to six months of a relationship, and then somewhere towards as you get older where you're doing some Kama Sutra or some tantric-ass sex or something like that. Okay, but the average couple only has sex. Well, I won't say only. The average couple has sex eight times a month. All right, with that, if, if you're, when you're talking about from the woman's perspective, maybe only two of those are going to be some thrilling, all-out passionate slobbering on each other. Only two of those eight are going to be that. If you're lucky, <laughs> right? If you're lucky. Let me see something. Average times couple has. Couples. Uh, let me see here. I've done many shows on this one here, just so you know. And uh, here we go right here. Uh, the average is about 51 times in a year. A married couple, this is uh, 51 times a year, but that's in India. Let me see right here. Seven times a month. I mean, look it up. Uh, someone says 54 times a year, seven times a month. The average here reported two to three times a month. The older participants were having it two to three times a month. It says right here, married couples are having sex seven times a month, which is a little less than twice a week. All right, so uh, can you guys see it? It's right here. Just so you can see. And guys, you can look up any article on this. This is what you're going to get. That's going to be the average right here, seven times a month. And much of it is the, the intercourse you're going to have with your woman is going to be pity, duty, obligation, transactional, or she wants to get through it. She wants to get through with it. Okay, hurry up and get yours, right? Because she knows you've been, <clears throat> she knows you've been pouting or she's using it as a reward. She's weaponizing sex. All right, but uh, men, somebody says, <laughs> um, but a lot of guys that move in, you think you're going to get more sex than you normally do. But I'm going to tell you, if you have a girlfriend, don't move in with her. You'll get it more. When you move her in, initially, you'll get it more, but then it's going to wean off. These are all the things that I'm helping protect, uh, protect you. Protect, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm helping protect you and really much your expectations. So when a guy says things like this, and he says, it's sex feels emotional or emotionless or transactional. That's never going to go away. That's never going to go away. I don't care if you have a girlfriend, right, that lives with you, a wife, you've been married for 12 years. It's, it's going to be just about the same. It's going to be just about the same. Um, let me show you this real quick. And I'm I'm saying this not as the slight gets just about. The oh same. wait a minute! Oh, damn man, hold on for a second. I know guys don't ever think this, and some guys will have a different experience, but not all. Here's here's a tweet here. Here's a tweet here. My husband just called me cranky, which is sad for him because I already secretly decided we could have sex tonight, and now instead I'm gonna make him watch Gossip Girl. Now this is somewhat of a one of these jokes that they think are, are funny, but I call this weaponizing sex, right? And then when people start getting into arguments, you're going to realize who the woman is. Well, you don't own my body. She's going to start saying this. 
Guys, this is when you're going to take this L. You're about to take this L. Listen, I'm not here to debate whether I own your body or not. What I don't want is a person to weaponize sex. All right, that's all I want. If you're, if you're a person that believes you can weaponize sex or use it as a reward or a punishment system, I don't want to be involved with a woman like that. So you got to do your vetting. And they are going to only give it to you when they feel that they want to give it to you, which if that's what they want to do, please do not participate in marriage or cohabitation. You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed, guys. So again, my, my advice to you, sex is always transactional. It's always. It's always somewhat emotionless, mostly on her side, unless she chooses uh, a, a, a bad guy, a bull rider, a Mac ninja. If she chooses, then it's less transactional. It's not all the way transactional less. It is less transactional. There's still a transaction associated with it. All right. There's always an energy transfer, an attention. You paid attention. You spent expended energy, right? She got more from it than you're going to get from it. It is not equal. It is rarely seen as equal. Yeah, she busted a nut, but guess what? She still wants a back end off of it. Like, she wants to see you more, and you might want to see her less. You might only want to see her once. And she's like, hey, we got, we got started. I need to see you more, which is, means more time you got to spend. Oh, it's always transactional. All right, anyway, again, uh, you guys got to start trying to figure out what you want out of it. What do you want? House of says even soccer moms carry... They not messing around. The cities are vile. If you're not armed, you're at the mercy of the police. Your black status means nothing out here. Not what it used to be. You used to be able to run up on it just like, I'm the black man, scary black man. Not anymore. They got soccer moms in here carrying, packing in their purses. All right. If you live in an open carry state or a state that you can get a CCW quick, just realize people are packing. All right. Again, take a trip to a firearm range. Take a trip to a firearm range. It's going to be an eye-opener if you've never been. Because people that you think don't know how to shoot, they're bringing in bags with, with, with four handguns, two long rifles, a shotgun, and an AR. Mm. <laughs> right? And they in there, skitty pop, 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 with their hair, with their shoot, with their ears on. Kitty, pop, 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 pop. They notice it. And you're going to be like, oh, shit. I would have tried to run up on these people. All right, anyway, shout out to Jeremiah Davis in the building. Thank you for your first contribution. Mr. Chocolate says, Coach, I get what you're saying, but what makes one person think they can ruin a show for everyone and not have something say, someone say something to him about it? That's what security is for. By the way, if you get on stage, heckling is a part of it. If you can't handle the heckler, as a comedian, um, you don't need to be a comedian. If you can't handle the heckler, then you don't need to be up there on the stage. You need to be able to handle them and have some banter back and forth. By the way, he only said one thing. It wasn't like he stopped the show. He said one thing, say something funny. All right, as a comedian, you got to say something funny then. I would have said something funny to him. All right, I would have dissed him. But instead, she went into her tortoise shell all right, and then the last thing about it is the security is supposed to handle handle the um, handle the heckler. 
So if he said three or four things and the comedian looked like she was stammering and stuttering, all right, then they can do that. Ninja, you not security. Mm. Talking about ruining the show. All right, if if she can't handle it, she can't handle it. All right, River Bacon says, shout out to the coach gang. Got a not so flat back to Kaylee in my bed I need to attend to. Had to drop coach 10. Your advice about being honest work. Got to get back to Kaylee. All right, shout out to you. Peace out. Have fun. All right, Marvalo says, Coach, I looked into one of Matt Walsh's study about married men being happier, and it turns out they counted divorced men as single men to boost the numbers. Never married, he says, never married men are happier. Imagine that. Shout out to Matt Walsh with that ridiculous, ridiculous data that he put out. And last one, Savagely Hustling. The age limit is 18 to 25 for the draft currently. Unless the government deems it unnecessary, they can increase the age limit to 36. 18 to 36. Examples in World War One, World War II, Vietnam, etc. Vietnam, he says, a veteran, I'm not worried. All right, shout out to you. Vietnam War draft it's, uh, up to 36. So I'm an old ninja. All right, yeah. Anyway. And I'm, I'm going to tell you for, yeah, vigilantes. I'm not a big vigilante guy, right? I believe, listen, I don't believe in the justice system because the wheels move too slow. I also don't believe in vigilante justice. And what that guy did was try to be a vigilante. Not only that, he did it to a female comic. Would he would have done that for a male comic? I would probably say no. Would he would have done that for a black female comic? I would probably say no. Just taking a wild guess. The reason why he did that was because he was trying to save a perceived weaker individual who already was sucks at her job. She already wasn't funny. Everybody knew it, and he tried to save her from humiliation. So that's my opinion on it, and he wouldn't have done it for anybody else but this woman right here or the woman who represents this, which would be a frail, weak, somewhat, somewhat blah, nondescript white woman who was probably struggling at her job, all right? <laughs> right that's why he did it because he knew she wasn't doing shit hey look let me let me check over here because uh i don't want to get too far behind it's crazy here. yeah 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 yeah. all right what are we doing here we got kevin sullivan says sending support for the baby mama terrorist fund appreciate you coach thank you sir let me check paypal before we get too far behind in the bind Stock back three issue, yeah. It's crazy, it's crazy. And he failed. Yeah, they sent him back to his damn seat. That's what he deserved. Let me do three over here, then we gonna get back to the show. Sizzo. Sizzo says, morning, coach. Give me the evil laugh. I finally set up my desktop computer, and I don't know. I didn't know that there was no power behind this thing. 2024 will be my year for show. More content to come. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you for being here. <laughs> All right, go get after it. Yeah, white knights. Whatever happens to you when you white knight, you deserve it. All right, listen. Cloud Counseling says, my parents are divorced and my dad was responsible for paying all the household bills. In the summer, my mom would run the central AC and have all the windows open at the same time because she liked the fresh air. Give her the prices wrong. Yeah, man. I believe that men should support women. 
in that, I believe that men should be rewarded for supporting women. I mean, sorry. Yeah, men should be reported, uh, supported. But what we're doing is we're getting to the stage where men aren't getting what they need to get back. Triggerverse says, here's a straggle and sniggle. Coach, you hear that America's favorite Twitch stop, Amaranth, is producing a beer with her natural yeast. It's called Odor, Order of the Yoni. All right, I don't know how you can actually do that. Like, how much natural yeast do you produce? Order, I'm not even going to promote it. <laughs> I'm not even going to promote it. So anyway, uh, uh, some of these stories, when I do them, I actually have to watch if I'm promoting it inadvertently, which I'm about to do in a bit. Kayla says, you cannot weaponize sex or use it as a reward system, then expect or demand men to be monogamous. Glad. I'm, he says, Coach, I'm glad you're calling this out. Yeah, and I'm trying to be fair, ladies. I'm trying to be fair. Um, I don't believe in monogamy because I believe it is the short end of the stick for men. I believe that, you know, a lot of women don't understand this. But women demand monogamy. And there are some certain men that demand monogamy, but they're not monogamous. Women demand monogamy and they'll stay monogamous as a means to kind of control the guy. All right. And I'm against both of those. I'm against guys that says, you're my girl. But then he goes out and cheats on her. I don't agree with that. I don't agree, but I do agree with the guy says, okay, you can be monogamous, but I'm going to still have another, I'm going to be poly. And then give her the choice to agree or not. I'm, I'm all about choice. But then monogamy where the woman controls the guy sexually and says you can have no other, but I get to pick and choose when you bust a nut. I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. That is foul. That's a foul-ass system, all right? So trust me, I've thought about this for a long time. That's a foul-ass system. So let's get back to the show here. Uh, what's this next segment called? Wives do the darndest things. Well, I couldn't fit that all right here. So it says wives doing wife things in the building. And uh, the first one is going to be, I think this is a woman here. I can't remember what this was about. All right, so this is a woman that says, why do, why do men that have been in long-term relationships, why do they suck in bed? Now, this is something that I've touched on, and this guy's going to talk about it. I think this guy's married. That's going to respond. This woman's going to say, I think what she's saying is, I've dated guys, the that's you guy. And that's you. Men, men that have been divorced, men that have been in long-term relationships that have come out of the relationship and she's dating them, but she's going to say they suck in bed. All right, now, the guy's going to respond, and he's going to hit the nail right on the head. Let's play it. Can you tell me why it's always the guys who have been in long-term relationships that suck in bed? Anybody else going to take this one? You know what? I, you know what, fellas? I got this one. Everyone, sit down. I, I got this one. Uh, Ma'am, you're going to want to scooch up and uh, grab some popcorn because I'm going to tell you exactly why most men who have been in long-term relationships suck in bed because the women that have these men in long-term relationships have weaponized sex. What do you mean? Tex, how, the, how have they weaponized sex? Well, most of us that are used to long-term relationships are only rewarded. I know that sounds crazy. Rewarded with sex when we do something they want us to do. It's no longer about pleasure or making the other one each other happy or learning each other's bodies or experiencing new things. It's strictly a reward process. 
very much Pavlov's theory, you know, when we get it once in a while, we start doing things to try to get it again. And every time we, we think we're going to get it, we start salivating. So we continue to do those things that they want. So we hopefully get it. Bottom line is this, it's not that we suck in bed. It's just that the women we've been with in these long-term relationships suck, period. Yeah. However, when we are released to the wild, when we go back to the streets, as they say, we pick up on the tricks pretty quick. Just saying. Can somebody? All right, and so here it is right there, and I'm gonna give him the I'm gonna give him the win on that one because I've been trying to explain it, and I've been trying to explain it to you, sucker for love, lonely ass ninjas. You think getting into the relationship is gonna give you? sex that's non-emotional non-transactional non-reward you're going to get fulfilling uh passionate sex you will you will it will be occasionally i mean you can get that connection you it's going to be occasionally but one thing that i'm going to tell you is and i've been saying this when you look at people in relationships they're the guy is almost always a beta now i'm using these terms very loosely He's almost always a beta. He's almost always a long-term relationship guy. He's almost always a guy that says, I want, um, I want sex, and I want emotional sex, and I want transactional sex. I'm lucky to get it, or oh, I'm going to get lucky today. And then he does these things. Oh, if, you, if you helped around the house more, if you help drop the kids off the school more, if you put those baseboards down, if you take me out to JCPenney or Home Depot, if you, if, 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 and she needs to find a reason to have relationships with you so she uses it as a reward now this is stuff that they're they're kind of trained that they can do this they kind of they're kind of trained that in their world they can pull this off there's a quote right here my husband just called me cranky i secretly decided i was gonna have sex oh i'm gonna pull it off the table now now in the normie world in the beta world in the blue pill world a woman could do this so she can weaponize the sex. She can come back and say, okay, I was going to give it to you. I ain't going to give it to you. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not give it to you, but I feel like I'm in the mood. I had three glasses of wine. Okay, if you clean out the pipes, if you do this, if you take me out on a trip, vacation, if you do these things, and then they can pull, they can renege. I've been showing you this being practiced. Couples that go on vacation, the woman says, we're going to, when we get there, we're going to have passionate sex. But of course, when you touch down, she's tired. She wants to go shopping for knickknacks. Hey, let's go on an excursion paid for by you. Let's do this. She gets drunk, passes out. And then three days down the line, you only beat that punani up once or twice. Once or twice. And But you took her way out to Cabo. You took her out to Cancun. Then she had to get massages. She had to go uh, shopping. She had to go haggle with people in Mexico. She did all that shit, and you got two pieces of punani. It's used as a treat, a cookie. It's a, it's a cookie. So I'm telling you guys, this is kind of what things people don't realize. And then when that guy gets out of the relationship, he turns into a male whore, right? <laughs> right? Then he goes crazy. Then he becomes proficient because then the, the sex becomes less transactional and more passionate. It becomes more like a sport. Right. And then he's doing things. He meets a girl who's an info. She hanging off the chandelier. He meets a woman that really just likes to have it instead of rewarding him with it. She's trying to connect with him and bring him in through sex. So that's what he starts getting again. And then it becomes more proficient at it. It becomes better at it. It becomes less predictable and less routine. So guys, this is what's happening here. And a lot of times that 
that that men and even guys that are somewhat seen that seem aka alpha that get in relationships it happens to them too it happens to chad who gets married too it doesn't matter if you are chad or tyrone if you get in a relationship it's going to turn into that it doesn't i don't care who you are i don't care how best your good your pipe is i've actually showed you data that says women lose interest in long-term sex before men do. Mm. Women lose interest in monogamous sex before men do. I've done entire streams on this one. I'll pull it up here. And the reason why she has to continue it is because it becomes transactional. It becomes a reward. It becomes like, okay, I got to keep them interested. Okay, um, I gotta uh keep him, I gotta keep him going, or I gotta get something from him, or I gotta reward him. He's pouting. He hasn't had any in three days. So I better give him some or he's gonna be pouting the next day. So that's how she uses it. You, on the other hand, in the monogamous relationship, you don't lose interest because number one, it was difficult for you to get some before you got in bed, before you married her. It was already difficult for you to be out here. You didn't want to pay for it. All right, it was, it was emotionless. You didn't want to do that. You didn't want to run game. You didn't want to go to the bars and clubs. You were tired of dating on the dating app. You got dating fatigue. You got, you, you, uh, dating became more expensive for you, so you got a commitment thinking that this is going to be cheaper. So you took that route. So you said, I'll get into a relationship because dating 50 women on Tinder is too expensive. Your dumbass don't realize you're going to start paying way more than you were dating so you took the easy route and now it's harder mm. right so you had dating fatigue you have money fatigue and you 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 were like i just want a connection and eventually the woman that you got with the first couple of times you romp with her it was passionate it was exactly what you were looking for and then she got you now you got to ride out the reality now let me see here hold on for a second let me pull this up just so i can show you uh let me see here in uh let's see here right here here it is right here one of the things here the reason the real reason women lose sex sorry the real reason women lose interest in sex with men okay yeah you got rid of all your hoes <laughs> she's gonna lose interest <laughs> right here the board sex women more than men tend to feel stultified by long-term exclusivity, despite having been taught that we're designed for it. Women are, women are not designed for monogamous sex. Now, the reason why they use monogamous sex is to get access to your resources. They get to control you. They're not built for it. A lot of guys will be like, women are designed. No, they're not. Women are monogamous. No, they're not. I've been one of the guys saying this for the last three years. They're not. Stop believing that. There's a benefit to having that, but they're not naturally monogamous. They want to have monogamy, but that doesn't mean they're built for it. <laughs> they're not. They're not. There's a reason why they have words that describe them that they describes their behavior sexually. Slut, skeezer, whore. Men didn't come with these, with these words. Women did. There's a reason why. Men locked them up at the top of the castle. There's a reason why they made women wear chastity belts. Most of them have been in poly relationships. So 
uh, there's a lot going on here. And a lot of stuff I keep having to repeat and reiterate. But listen, the fundamentals are the fundamentals. Let's get back to the show right here. This is going to be another wife right here of a former NBA number one draft pick. Former NBA number one draft pick. Apparently, she's recording him about him finding out that she has an OnlyFans. <laughs> right? So, I don't believe this is um, nothing more. Th- this is nothing more than marketing for her OnlyFans. It sounds like, to me, they're probably in some financial trouble. Joe Smith probably made a lot of money as an NBA player, but we know a lot of them. They do go broke. Joe Smith has not probably played basketball in the last 10 years, more likely than the last 15 years. So they could possibly end up being a bind. But let me play the video, and it's a two-minute long video, so I can't play it all the way through uninterrupted. So I'm going to pause it. I'm going to pause it so you can uh, get it. But this is going to be one of these new skits that enrages single people. I think we're under war right now. We're, we're, we're at a war with, with people instigating the gender war. They're pouring fuel on the fire. They're not trying to get people to act right. They're actually trying to divide people with these skits. Cheesecake Factory skit. All of these skits that are coming out. So now we have another skit proposing that this guy's wife revealed or he finds out that she has an OnlyFans. Let's take you through the video here. Again, I'm going to pause it intermittently to, to break it down. Stupid, bro. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out you got an OnlyFans page. Out of all these years, yo, the disrespect that comes with it, that you couldn't even talk to me before you did it. That's bullshit, yo. That's fucked up, Keith. All right, so this gives it away right here. Um, <laughs> So he finds out, and he spends 15 seconds talking to in the opposite direction. I mean, this, and she spends time recording it. This just gives away a skit. I mean, this is a horrible skit, too. And she's also doing what? If she has the OnlyFans, she's also promoting it here. So what is he doing? All of this, you know what I'm saying? This is effed up. You heard up. You know what I mean? And, and why are you talking that way and not realizing she's recorded? This is ridiculous. Stupid, bro. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out you got an OnlyFans page. Out of all these years, yo, the disrespect that comes with it, that you couldn't even talk to me before you did it. That's bullshit, bro. That's fucked up, Keith. I'm telling you, bro. That's fucked up. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Calm, but you're not gonna say fuck me or that's fucked up. It's not what fucked fuck up. Recording me? What the fuck you doing? Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. See, we won't be able to tell what's real or fake. Listen, it's not fucked up, and we're going to. Up? Okay, look. So. I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding but out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should matter. I have to tell you my choice, my body, my I'm body, brother, my fucking choice? I'm your partner. You're supposed to come to me and talk to Joe, me. Joe, I've been talking to you about mad things. I've been asking for solutions to shit. You're not giving me none, so I created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. That's no you- All right, and so... You know, this is also modern marriage, modern partnerships, where I I think what it is is these skits are designed to give women some sort of empowerment behind having to do this in this economy. So they shouldn't feel shame whether they're married, married to a rich guy. It shouldn't matter. So these kind of skits will divide people up and start conversations 
and then influence people to do these things. Hey, uh, this one was married to NCAA champion and a guy that made almost $100 million as an NBA player. Why not me? Why not me? So these are the things that I want you to be aware of that we're going to see more and more of these things that are going to create, that's going to create content, going to create your content out of it. But we got to call them out for what they are. They're divisive pieces of content that are mostly aimed to weaken men in relationships, to weaken men, to make men look bad. And let me just tell you, it's mostly black men that they're doing this to. It's mostly black men that they're doing this to. And I'm not going to get on my pro black kick, but you know, they do have white. I show you a lot of white and beta activity that they do this as well. Okay. I showed you the Asian couple with the beta husband. This is also happening here. Um, so it, it puts them in in this position. What's wrong with letting your wife have an OnlyFans? Okay, divorce her, even if you're going to lose money. Uh, let's continue. You know, you know who the fuck I was when you met me. Before. Before. Before, before yeah. We met, before, yeah, I knew and I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to I, anything yeah, I like knew this that again. But unfortunately, no, no, no. that's not the case after right that, now. After that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, 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 no. Obviously, Everything. it hasn't. No, it had to. I had Obviously to do something. You stood out there showing your body. Who the hell about to look at this old skeezer? I mean, what is she, almost 50? Come on. You stood out there doing stuff like this on camera. You act like that's the only thing that I do. I have mad jobs, but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done. So I got something extra. Only fans be breaking me off. What the Man, fuck? Come on, Keisha, with that. It, it don't matter what they breaking you off. It's the disrespect that comes with it. What you disrespect? Even, you couldn't come and talk to me about it. Okay, well, we're talking about it now. Because I had so. to find out on the fly. All right, then. But now, okay. No, so, wait. I had to find out on the fly. What now, listen. I don't know what type of bind Joe Smith is in. But he he must be in a bind. All right, he must be in a bind to be able to say, I'm gonna pull this off, embarrass myself. You know, um, you know, his whole legacy in his basketball playing career. He was a good role player for the Minnesota Timberwolves for a little bit. He was the number one draft pick. The number one draft pick. And uh, this is what his marriage has turned into, where he's fodder for a very complicated subject matter. And uh this is causing people to have comments. Look. Ain't no way she thought this was okay. Walk away, Joe. So you're going to have a lot of people saying uh, this looks and feels staged. People more concerned about having stuff over a solid relationship. Uh, that's foul, sis. I hope you got a prenup. See, these are going to create, keep the conversation about marriage and relationships going. And so you can't blame men in the red pill, and you can't blame women on the opposite extreme, like the sprinkle sprinkle. You can't blame them for keeping the content going. You can't blame us for continuing to put this type of content in and then showing how weak relationships are. Like people are voluntarily doing this and giving us content. You can't blame us for taking these stances when it comes to marriages and relationships. So now you know. Yeah, now I know. Okay. And so, whatever. i am been doing what I have to do, period. Like, that's bottom line. That's uh, what it is. Oh, man. This is um, tragic acting. But here's also a thing. You also have celebrities coming into this space. And I warned a lot of people that that was going to happen. 
So we're the hot shit. We're the hot topic. We're the ones getting the views. The red pill is get views. The red pill gets views. I got 2,700 people here on a channel with less than 100,000 subscribers. I got another channel with 250, 240,000 subs. Despite the fact what people say, the red pill and the manosphere, we're still hot. And the sad part about it is now we're seeing celebrities encroach into this romantic sphere. We're seeing celebrities encroach into this subject matter and give their opinions because we are we're the hot topic. And we're going to continue to be the hot topic because whether you like it or not, this economy is not recovering in the next decade. You guys have got eight years of hell going on. Give me my focus back. All right. My camera doesn't want to focus, so we might have to take a break. We got eight years of hell coming in. 2030, we got eight years of hell. This economy is going to be a disaster. We got war incoming. We got relationship divorce rates are going to skyrocket again. We got birth rates are going to keep declining and plummeting again. We have open prostitution. Open prostitution. And these people are going to come in and prostitute the red pill content. And they're going to ultimately destroy what was, what's going to be left of it. Because they're going to try to make their bag run and expose things. And, and quite honestly, they're going to keep repeating. They're going to repeat shit that I said five years ago. They're going to repeat stuff that we've been saying for the last eight to ten years in the manosphere. And they're going to bring it up like it's new. They're going to bring it up like their commentary was the original commentary. And they're going to zoom past us with this bullshit. Right? They're going to zoom past us, and then we are going to look like the copycats. So this is what I'm saying here. This is what we got going on, but wise doing wise things out here. Here's another one here. Here's another one here. This is apparently a guy doing a street interview with some wives that are visiting Las Vegas. All right, here we go right here. Let's pop this up on the screen. And we got a do-rag ninja that is going to interview two married women. Let's play it. Yes. You're cheating on your husband. Yeah, Vegas. It's Vegas, baby. We're both married. Are you cheating on your husband in Vegas? Absolutely not. Just her? Maybe. Is she? She's cheating on her husband in Vegas. Wow. Facts? How many times you cheating on your husband? You right now. Yeah, you are kind of hot. You are kind <laughs> You got a ring on your finger, though. You did good. Look. Who wants to be with no money? Nobody. Sign to me with money. Oh, man. White men got it bad. <laughs> brothers. Brothers. <laughs> right. Brothers, I'm going to tell you right now, man. White dudes got it worse than y'all. Did y'all think you got it bad with these straggle daggles and these hyenas? It's not as bad. White dudes be getting their whole soul strip. They get their whole life strip. They get divorced, and it ain't over child support for $400. They child support be like $3,000, all right? And they lose their house, their kids, their cars, and whatnot. So, uh, but they have to keep up with the illusions of relationships and marriage. That's just kind of how they work in the matrix. So they got to keep, everybody's got to have them a girlfriend, a steady, a wife. You got to get married. You got to do the whole thing. You got to do the Matt Walsh and the Ben Shapiro. But then when your ass get divorced, right, great and stripped and sent out over there, they don't care about you. Got to plug in. Got to plug in. But when they're plugging in, these white wives be on some demon time. White wives be on some demon time. All right, demon time. And if they get some liquor in them and they're over 40 and they mix with their Xanax and they be doing coca and all kind of wild shit and they wait until three, 10 years in the marriage and they start pulling this bullshit. I'm just letting you know. Uh, white men be having it bad with their wives. And here's the funny thing about it. 
You know what happens? When they find out, there ain't nothing they can do about it. Them white dudes be like, there's nothing they can do about it. Nothing. They can't divorce her, <laughs> right? They can't call her out. They can't expose her because they got a whole kingdom to lose. They got their family to lose, their friend, their country club membership. They missed their alumni association, all right? She's going to humiliate him. She's going to tell him because, you know, white dudes can't, they can't, they can't uh, not be telling their wives things. So they're going to reveal, uh, they got some videos of him doing something crazy. They got him cheating already. They got him snorting lines of coca. They got him embezzling money from his company. They got him, you know what I mean? He embezzling money from his company. He got a foundation that ain't actually a registered nonprofit. He out here stealing from the poor. So she got him by the balls. He got he a mafia member. The ninja. <laughs> so he already didn't telling her how they supporting their lavish lifestyle. All right. So he can't go out there and toss her out into the street. <laughs> he, they already got dead bodies in the back. All right. It, you know what I mean? They got dead bodies buried in the backyard. So they can't literally be like, well, F you chick. They got no leverage. They got no leverage. So uh, that's what happened to them guys. And here you go right here. Uh, you know, white women, when they get drunk, watch out, fam. Yes. You're cheating on your husband. Yeah, Vegas. It's Vegas, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're both married. Are you cheating on your husband in Vegas? Absolutely not. Yeah. And she always learned her word. Absolutely not. All right. But then when she goes to Vegas, the husband knows. The husband knows she about to go get that train game ran on her. Yep. Train So he's like, going to do what you do. And he cheating on her, too. So that's that. Just her. Maybe. Is she? She's cheating on her husband. Yeah, she cheated on her husband. And guys, this is, you know what? You know what? A lot of times, again, like this Millie Mouth Muskrat right here, where's she at? Right here. You think these are the innocent ones? You think these are the innocent ones? And you're like, these straggles, these black women. These girls be putting miles and here, they be putting mileage on them doing some of the most despicable, debaucherous, nasty things that you can imagine. That you can imagine. Like, you ain't seen nothing. Trust me, I lived in the suburbs all my life, and I done had too many white women to even tell y'all. They be doing, I'm talking about when they are young, bruh, all the way through college, orgies, threesomes, dogs, Licking on stuff, licking the floor, licking toes, campsite, sex on the beach, not the, the orgies, <laughs> video, licking vomit. They be doing some outrageous shit. <laughs> Peanut butter, eating a grocery, outrageous, bruh, outrageous. Stuff you wouldn't even just think, just the filthiest. <laughs> and then you look up, oh, that poor little innocent uh, milk of magnesia. Nah, hell no. No, no, no. Do not think they innocent. They get a look and appearance of innocence, but they don't be doing, dude, they be out here on demon time. Getting throttled, chad hookups in the back of a bar. It's just ridiculous. And so what happens is you marry them, and then they return back to that once they get the investment. Just letting you know. It's been in Vegas. Wow. 
touchbacks. See, look, this is, man, I done been here before. I done been, wait a minute, hold on for a second. I done been here before, guys. I done been here. Look, when they get drunk, they are a different person. They a whole different person. All right, they are uh, entirely, they, and then when they wake up from their drunken stupor, they're going to act like they don't remember. I don't remember what I did. They're very dangerous like this. They're very dangerous. I don't remember, and I blacked out, and I'm depressed and mental illness. And meanwhile, meanwhile, I won't even, this is a family show. <laughs> and look how he looking. He's like, what? What? Oh, the humanity. Somebody's mama. Yep. And if they get divorced, they're going to turn into some spiritual shit. They're going to go into some spiritual group. And they're going to be like super duper loose with it. Super duper loose. And look how he's like, what? I'm telling you, man. These, these people out here are the ones who don't you don't suspect. And they be out here doing the nasty. You're cheating on your husband. You right now. Yeah, you are kind of hot. Look at that. Look at somebody's wife out here. Look at that. You are kind of hot. She ready to throw it down right there. <laughs> With no questions asked. And they're just like, oh, my goodness. He got he feeling like a black man right here. Oh, by the way, you know how many black men in the in the South got lynched for this activity? You know how many black men got lynched for this right here? Some of y'all then lost uncles, granddaddies, Emmett Till. You think Emmett Till was whistling at a white woman that she didn't want it? She was probably already getting them cheeks clapped when he showed up in Mississippi. And that was like, oh, you back for the summer. Come on. Got a little bit of Coca-Cola in her system and was acting up. <laughs> they be acting straight up right here, right? You got a ring on your finger, though. And that, let this ninja's wife, let let her wife, let his, well, sorry, let her husband find this ninja. Skitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 ninja would be disappearing somewhere in the deltas of Mississippi. This is how y'all ninjas get skitty pop, pop, pop. Let this ninja husband see her. These white dudes are coming here and pull your tongue through a slit in your throat and have you disappear. Just like that. Oh, you're married. Okay, I'll do it because I can't control myself. And then you get missing. He did good. Look, who wants a man with no money? Nobody. Find a man with money. Wow. Yo, and, and man, I'm telling you, man, find a man with money. Find a man with money. Yeah, that brother's starving. Again, what was that guy that had the super chat? He said, Coach, man. I want an emotional connection. <laughs> Dare your emotional connection right there, ninja. There it is. There's your wife with that big, look at that ring on her finger. And I've been trying to tell y'all, that'd be like, really, the truly wealthy people don't wear their wealth. Uh, that looks like a $50,000 ring on her finger. She's wearing her wealth. It's just not all gaudy and shit like you wear. But there we go, man. Yo, uh, Love is transactional, and she don't give a fuck. She got the, she got the, she got it in her system. Look, she don't care, brothers. Let's look. Look, who wants a man with no money? Nobody. Find a man with money. Ooh wait! Oh man, this is tragedy. Tragic. 
What do y'all think, guys? What do y'all think? Am I reaching? Am I reaching? Are these skits? Am I hitting home? <laughs> All right, I know, because y'all, man, y'all be mad at me when I pull these clips up. All right, we got another woman here. This is a sister. Wives do the darndest things right here. It says, wife is not divorcing for no reason. So this is a woman that's going to say, hey, uh, guys, uh, when women file for divorce, they're filing for a reason. She can't say what it is, but she says you need to figure out the reason. Here we go. There's women who are divorcing for no reason. That's that's not happening. No, no. There's. She said that's not happening. Okay. Definitely a reason. Just because you guys are oblivious and seem to think that, oh, everything is great in my relationship. Meanwhile, your woman is communicating. I need help. Your woman is communicating. I'm unhappy. Your woman is communicating. I need more from you. Your woman. Is communicating. I want quality time with you. Your woman is communicating all of these things, and you're off in podcast land with all of these other men who are completely oblivious to reality, thinking that they're experts in something because they bought a microphone off of Amazon. No, wake up. There's women. All right. Um. Okay, so she says, uh, you know, you podcast listening ninjas, you guys are in podcast land. These women are divorcing you for a reason. I, I, I'm hoping she named the reason, but she mentioned a few things here. We just got to figure out what this reason is here. Remember, 80, 80% of women file for divorce, 80% of college, 90% of college educated women file for divorce, uh, for divorce in their relationships. Uh, when, well, you guys know what I'm talking about. All right, when the divorce is filed, when it comes to college-educated women, 90% of them initiate divorces. Uh, what what reasons were there again? Who are divorcing for no reason. That's that's not happening. Okay. No, no. There's definitely a reason. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, what is it? Just because you guys are oblivious and seem to think that, oh, everything is great in my relationship. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, your woman is communicating. Okay, well, what is she communicating? I need help. 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 She needs help. All right, she needs help. Help with what? You need a maid? What do you need, baby? What do you need, baby? We need a maid. I need help. Okay, that's a reason for divorce. You need help. And he doesn't give you help. All right? And so now, time to divorce him. Continuing. Your woman is communicating. What? I'm unhappy. You're I'm not happy. Okay, we got that. I'm not happy. All right, my happiness, <laughs> your unhappiness has nothing to do with me. I'm not happy. Okay, that's the reason to divorce. Ninja, y'all some flimsy-ass women out here. You're divorcing because you're not happy. My ha your happiness is not as a result of me. So you need help. <laughs> and you're not happy. Go find some happiness then. And stop ruining my un stop ruining my happiness. What else? The woman is communicating. I need more from you. You're I need more. More, more, more. More what? More what? You sound insatiable. You sound like a miserable person. You sound like you need help. All right, you need more than help. Where's where am I responsible for any of those things? I need more. More what? Or right, she she hasn't identified anything specific. Let's see here. Woman is communicating. I want quality time. With I want quality time. <laughs> it's never enough. I want quality time. I want you to spend time. Nope, money doesn't matter. Although we got everything that I've ever wanted, I want to spend time with you. I want to spend time. You need to spend more time. Okay. Uh. Well, 
that means I'm going to make less money. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. I mean, they put you in these no wins. Guys, these these people are uh, codependent at best. If you, your woman is communicating all of these things, and you're off in. You don't want to listen. All right, uh, I got something for her. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. All right, Reverend X, I'll cut her off. She had nothing. That's nothing. Guys, and it's the same story for all of these women. It's the same story. And then when they get divorced, I'm going to do a show today after the marriage will. When they get divorced, they realize they're not going to get that from anybody else. <laughs> it was all their fault. It wasn't our fault. It was their fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Jesus. All right, man. Complaining. All right. Uh, things that wife do. Uh, here, here's some more wifely things right here. Uh, let's put, put this up on the screen. We're almost at the main event. Uh, it's a divorce. It's a divorce. All right. So I-S-S-A, it's a divorce. Can you guys see that on the screen? All right. So let's play the video. It's a divorce. Here we go. Don't get me. Gabby, what are we celebrating? My divorce. <laughs> guys. Y'all guys, man. What y'all keep asking for something, it just doesn't exist. So let me get this straight, man. <laughs> let me get this straight. You practically beg and pleaded this ninja to get married to you. If it wasn't for him, for you, you he wouldn't have got married. But now it's time to divorce party. Of course, alimony, community property, all of this shit is diced up, child support. Now it's time to party. Now you put them in a five-year hole, which is eventually going to be essentially a 15-year hole, counting the time that he was with you. Now you're about here running back to the streets. In these streets. You dress like a skeezer. You got your bag. Okay, you got your bag. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> and then you're going to go out there and whore around, and then you're going to want to settle down and say, why these guys don't want to settle down? And that's you. Obviously, probably a mother looking at that midsection. So she has kids. But guys, they're, they're, they're the one asking you for this, right? They're asking you for these marriages. They're asking, why don't you commit? And then once you commit, then they say, well, I'm not happy, right? They'll, they'll say something right here. I'm not happy. <laughs> and then they'll run back out there. I don't understand what we're doing here. As a society, as a civilization, we're gone. We're gone. Wait, right? You're rejoicing. Why would I invest? Why would I consider this? If this is the behavior we're getting, these are nothing but children with breasts. They're basically children. They act like children. They do things like children based on their emotions. Look, oh man, this is terrible. Why are you so excited? Was it that bad? <laughs> like, Could it have been that bad? The answer know, is no. And this guy has a great suggestion right here on what people should do with marriage and divorce. Let me go ahead and play it. You know what? Like I say this all the time. The reason people get divorced so much is because you don't got to get divorced the same way you get married. If you had to get divorced the same way you get married, like everybody that got an invitation to your wedding get an invitation to your divorce. Ooh. And, and, and the same way you made us sit there and watch you stand with Brian McKnight playing and till death do us part, we get to come and sit in the courtroom and watch you tell the judge why you don't want to f*** with that no more. Ooh. You going somewhere, Chico? Hey, listen. You going somewhere? The divorce would be lit as f 
boy. What? I'm coming to every divorce, every last one. And there's something there to that because a lot of people do want to get married in public, divorce in private, or at least they want a little bit of space and we need privacy for our family. We don't want to talk about it. They want to air out the dirty laundry. No, we need that shit out in public because what's happening is a lot of men have to be quiet about their divorce. A lot of women get to use the court of public opinion. They want to censor the guy. They want to put a gag order on the guy. Ah, oh, just deal with it. Just pay your child support. Just get out of you deadbeat. Blah, blah, blah. And so when men mention it, then they want us to shut up about it. But then they want us to talk about how we're in love. It's fair when I talk about how I was in love and how I want the wife this broad. Now that I lost, I can't talk about it. You want me to be quiet? While she goes out here and then she rejoices with a divorce party and I'm sitting back licking my wounds. Okay. So I think these things need to be held in public and it needs to def definitely be an event because then it would make people not want to do it. Then people will reconsider. I think there's one more here. Uh, let's see here. And then we're going to get on with the main event here. Last video. I know. And then I'm going to do some super chats and then with this main event time. This is a gentleman. That's going to expose a divorce attorney. Divorce attorneys. Why are divorces contentious? I've been telling you it's divorce attorneys. Okay. And I did a poll of who, who basically are responsible for these things. But people don't know. And shout out to the lead attorney. He probably is watching. Or anybody in law. Shout out to all of our legal red pillars. Once you get attorneys involved, they're not trying to end the dispute. What they'll do is pour gasoline on the fire. What they'll do is create conflict. What they'll do is extend out the billing hours, billable hours. These people are human beings. They got families to feed. They got college funds to fund. They have investments in all of that. One of the worst things that can happen to you is if one side has an attorney and the other side does not. Because then there's nobody to bounce back and forth. But if both people have attorneys, then it's game on. Now they can stir the pot. Now they can drag things out. Now they can ask for things. You think you're gonna get um, you think you're gonna get what you're supposed to get. All you're doing is funding the attorney's lifestyle. Now, my I'm of the opinion that I'll rather pay the attorneys than an evil monstrous bitch. All right. So if you're gonna try to do me dirty, I'll rather give the money to the attorney, okay, than to give it to somebody like that. Now, sometimes you'll end up having to give it to both because that's just how the game is played. But they don't care about you. They have no, they're not fighting for you either. What they're doing is representing you. The second thing they're doing is protecting you uh, from maybe an abusive judge. They want to follow procedures, but they all are a part of the system. They're all are a part of the system. They're not looking out for you and your rights per se. They will expose you. They will allow you to have fraud perpetrated against you in the court. And this guy's going to expose it with an attorney's own words. So if you hire an attorney, what they're going to do is basically have a zero-sum game going on where you're going to pay a lot of money for not a lot of results. Uh, essentially, what's going to happen is both sides will feel like they lost, which is part of the game of stirring the pot. By the time you get to the agreement, you're going to both feel like, hey, what happened here? And the attorneys are going to walk off with the money, right? They're going to walk off with the money. So never get into a trust position with them. They're only trying to get you in a position to bill hours, all right? And then eventually they'll get you whatever you want, but it won't be what you hired them for. It won't be what you hired them for. They'll give you something, 
but they it won't be what they hired you for. So here we go right here, just so I can show you here. Yep, they're going to milk the cow. As I call it, they're going to bleed the turnip dry. All right, they're going to bleed that turnip. And what they also want is um, what they want is for you to expose your finances. All right, so part of the game is financial disclosure. All right, this income and asset declaration, financial disclosure, demands for productions. All right, we need your income. We need, give, me, give me all your income. Why do they do that? Not to see how much child support you're going to pay. That's part of it. But they also want to know what you have in terms of money so they can figure out how long they can extend the case. So just know what the system is. All right. Here we go. <laughs> here we go right here. And uh, here's a guy that's going to talk about it right here. But she's going to use an attorney's video. He's going to use an attorney's uh, video right here. Here we go. Comment I often hear is how expensive divorce is. And I hear it from both men and women. Well, there's a reason why that is. No, it's not mom. No, it's not dad. No, it's not the children. So what is it? It's the lawyers. Here's a beautiful example of what they do to create animosity, create conflict, so that they can extract as much money as they can from the family. Before I play this, most of these, most of these cases could be settled pretty quickly, but they don't want that, right? They don't want a quick settlement. They eventually will lean on a settlement, but after they bled you dry. All right, you'll be 20, 30, 40, 50,000 in and then both sides will be like, "Okay, now I'm losing no matter what I gain." Right? No matter what I gain, I'm losing. So then they'll push for a settlement. They're not going to do it up front. All of these cases could be settled in in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. And the judges know this as well. The judges know this as well. What the judges will do is after they bled everybody dry and pissed everybody off, They'll bring the judge will bring everybody in and be like, hey, have y'all everybody got y'all money? Essentially, everybody got their money. All right, let's figure out how to end this shit. And you're 10, 15, 20, you're 20 months down the line. <laughs> right. And your family is destroyed, imploded. And both of you guys have paid your kids college fund to the attorneys. The attorneys, kids and grandkids are going to college and your kids are getting poverty. Your kids are getting struggled. Your kids are getting child support. One of the parents is going bankrupt. All right, so this is the part of the game. And here's a lawyer right here that's going to uh, prove it. It says the resident parent is spending all the time parenting the child. It's not the, their role to parent you or how the parent the child. What the fuck? All right, let's continue. It is not the primary resident parent's role to make the non-resident's role as a parent any easier. Think about what she just said there. She's telling custodial parents, which are primarily mothers, to not cooperate, to not focus on doing what's best for the children, but instead make it as difficult as possible for the non-custodial parent, which is almost always dad, to remain a parent in their children's lives. Again, let me break down uh, what, the, what they're saying is if the custodial parent uh, kidnaps the kid from the father, a lawyer may suggest a lawyer may suggest, which is illegal for him to do or she to do, a lawyer may suggest do not give custody to the father, right? Don't do the right thing. Make him fight. So this is what they're saying. The custodial parent, the, the non-custodial parent says, I want to see my kids more. What that lawyer suggested is 
the parents shouldn't allow the kids to go to the non-custodial because that's going to lose their case. Don't make it easier for them. That's what the lawyer suggested. And you heard it from her own mouth. So in the case where the, the mother says, I'm restricting access to the father, the lawyer doesn't run into court and make them share custody with the kids. In fact, the lawyer might say, even your lawyer might say, there's nothing we could do about it, but the parenting time clock runs, right? The, the parent keep having more parenting time. And then they take you to a child support hearing where you're paying that custody time. And then they're saying, there's nothing we can do about it. I can't do anything. I can't do, guys, the lawyer just said it. And then you're paying for the parenting time that you're missing from your child. Did you just hear it, by the way? Did you hear it? You heard it, right? Let's continue here. Whilst they shouldn't be making it obstructive, it's not their job to make it easy for you either. Well, in fact, it is. It is their job to make it as easy as possible. Why? Because that's what's best for the children. And you all scream about how this whole system is supposed to be set up for what's in the best interest of the children. But you see, doing what's actually in the best interest of the children isn't in the best interest of the attorney's pocketbook, is it? No, what's in their best interest is to create as much acrimony, as much anger, as much confrontation as possible so that the attorneys can then rake it in filing motion after motion. That's the reality of how these attorneys think and what she's saying. You have parental responsibility. You have the responsibility to obtain all the information that you want on your child directly. Technically, she's right there. It is your responsibility as a parent to get that information. But the part she's conveniently leaving out is, for dads especially, trying to get that information, like say school records from the school district, can be very difficult, especially if mom is telling the school district not to release the information. Now, that these things will happen. The mom will run to the school and say, I'm the only parent, leave this parent off. They'll run to the police officer, don't contact this parent. They'll run to the principal's office. They'll run to the doctors. This parent doesn't get info. Uh, they'll go to the school pictures. They'll go to the football league, the basketball league. Whatever that kid is doing, driver's courses. They'll say, do not talk to the other parent, <laughs> okay? Leave them out of it. Now, guys, if you did this, you'd go to jail. You go to jail. But these lawyers will not fight on that behalf. They're not going to fight for these little things like that because they cannot force the mother. As the other lawyer said, the lawyer said, she said, it's not her job. It's not, your, it's not her job to make the other parent's life easier for the kids. And you heard her say it, by the way. You heard her say it, so I'm not making this up. You heard her say that. It's not, it's, it's not the mother's job, primarily, to give access to the father. It's, his job, it's her job to make it difficult. Well, she said not obstructive. And then as a result, you're going to talk to your attorney and say, Hey, do this, do that. Well, we can't do that. Oh, well, we can't really do this. Uh, we can't. Uh, okay, we need a hearing for that. Oh, we need an investigation for that. Oh, we need to open up a. <laughs> They're never going to directly say, kick in the court doors and say, end this bullshit now. They're never going to do it. They're never going to do it. And we're exposing the system for what it is. But what I would tell you is if you do want to fight for your kids, just have a lot of money, throw the money away. You're basically going to burn the money up. 
And uh, these people that you think are fighting on your behalf are part of the system. All right, so here we go. Information. And it's not like any attorney that represents mothers wouldn't encourage them to do exactly that, would they? You're choosing not to. You can contact the GP to get an update on their medical issues or needs, but you're choosing not to. And here we see her trying to blame dad for choosing not to. So there's the crux of the problem, because when the dad says, well, I wash my hands of this, I wash my hands, then what happens? You're a deadbeat. Oh, you didn't fight hard enough. You didn't want to see your kids. You left them. You didn't want to pay down in the system. You couldn't afford to fight. So you're in a catch-22 where it's not going to be handed over to you easily. And most of the, most of the custody battle, they take the kids away before, before a judgment is held. All right? So they'll do it, and they'll take away the kids, and then they'll say, hey, I'm a, I'm a single parent. He's not helping. Then they get child support, and then you might get a little bit of custody. But yeah, when you when you just say abandon ship, you're gonna be the deadbeat. And she actually just said that. She actually just said that. Hey, you know, make it hard for him. Make him jump through hoops and hurdles. Uh, here we go. Again, leaving out the part, contacting that GP. Well, that costs money. Because more often than not, that GP is gonna say, "Well, let me talk to your attorney first. Relying on that resident parent to cascade that information down to you, and if they don't, then you're considering them obstructive. That's because they are, in fact, obstructive. They aren't acting in the best interest of the children. It's usually because they've been coached to be that way by attorneys like this. Sometimes even alienating, which isn't right, because that's not what the correct use of that word is for. Uh -oh. That one's hilarious, uh -oh. because that's exactly what's going on here. You're actually encouraging alienating type behavior in mothers, telling them that it's best not to be a cooperative parent, to be as difficult as possible. Because th there's money in the system, right? Uh, if you have a hearing, a divorce hearing, a custody hearing, a child support hearing, you know why they're there? They're there for you. Everybody's there for you. Her attorney's there for you. Your attorney's there for you. The magistrate, the commissioner, the judge, they're there for you. Um, the child support officer, there for you. The um, the attorney, the uh, what do you call it? The um, the uh, court clerk. Everybody's there for you. You're the reason they're there. So you are the reason why these games are being played. There's no other reason they would be there. If you removed yourself, there would not be a hearing going on. Nothing would happen. Nobody would get paid. But the magistrate, the commissioner, the judge, the attorney, her attorney. The child support officer, they're, already get, they're all getting paid because of you. And that's you. And so why do you think they're going to help you? Why would they help you? Am I, am I tripping here? Just so you know, I'm exposing the system. They don't like it. But I love doing it. I love doing it because I think men need to know. This is why I said earlier, divorces need to be public. All this information needs to be public. <laughs> Right. All of this needs to be public because men need to know this before they engage in these marriages, before they engage in having kids. Coach, I want to have kids in a passionate relationship. This is what you're going to get. There's a 50 to 60 percent chance you're going to get this. Let me just tell you again, when they say the divorce rate. When you get divorced, there's a 50 to 60. I'm sorry, when you get married. There's a 50 to 60% chance that this is going to be you. <laughs> All right. So anyway, right here, let me show you here. This is a lengthy video. Also, you can make more money. So 
just understand that the resident parent is already spending so much time parenting the child that they can't parent you on how to parent the child. Why, why don't they give parenting time to the other parent? This is beyond, this is a lawyer, by the way. This is your family law attorney. And I've actually showed you other family law attorneys, uh, especially women family law attorneys. But guys, it, it don't matter if the men, male family law attorneys are just as despicable. All right. But they're literally saying that if I play keep away from the other parent, we could keep the shit going. And then cry about the parenting time that they have. And then they'll say, well, I'm parenting. You can simply just go. This is why we need default 50-50 custody. This will wipe all of this away. Default 50-50 custody will wipe all this away, but it'll never happen in America to the extent we need it. Child. A beautiful example here of what I call the classic mother manipulation. I swear to God they teach this in law school. And it's why you hear women say all the time that dads are children. It's because lawyers like this encourage them to think that way. Again, create rancor, animosity, and outright hatred towards the dad. And then justify the behaviors of the mothers. Knowing full well that this is likely going to drive things into family court. And again, transfer that wealth from the family into her own pocket. Now let me be clear. It is not all divorce attorneys that act this way. There are some very good ones. Some I consider to be my friend. But if I'm being honest, this is the way the overwhelming majority of them think and act. They don't care about their client, and they certainly don't care about the client's children. They just want to rack up those billable hours, take as much money away from those children as they can for themselves. Who cares if mom and dad later on struggle to feed the kids or keep a roof over their head? Or have money to send the kids to college? No, what's more important is that she's got that new Gucci handbag, has that brand new Mercedes in the driveway, and that vacation home at the beach. That is their ultimate goal. It is not, never has been, and never will be about the best interests of the children. The entire system is designed to do one thing and one thing only. Benefit the attorneys. You know, Hey, man, it is what it is. Look, this is undeniable truth. And we're here for it. This is the undeniable truth. And we're here for it. So uh, these are the things that we want men to know. All right. I'm out here fighting. I'm out here sticking my neck out here. I'm out here against all odds. I'm out here demonetized. These are the things that keep me demonetized. These are the things that let me uh, that people hate about me. That they're looking for little bits and pieces. These are the things that happen to men, even myself. I've gone through this twice in my life, this exact same thing twice. And it cost me 30, 40, 50, 100 grand down the window. Mom gets paid, lawyers get paid. I get what I was entitled to. And if I didn't fight for it, I would have got nothing. <laughs> right? I would have got nothing. So please understand what it is. And uh, this, this is the truth. And that's the truth. Let me get to these super chats. Then we're going to get on to the main event. Don't get on to the main event. All right. So shout out to uh, Deshaun says, your Raiders in town, coach. Any bets on tonight game, tonight's game? Well, I'm going to talk about that on my other channel at 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock Eastern. Shout out to Hickerman says, if an XX likes you for you, then sex isn't transactional. False. I'm, 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 I'm putting these falsehoods to sleep. <laughs> I'm putting these falsehoods. This is not true. 
I want you guys to fight this urge to think that that's true. The first time, possibly. But if you go back to that, it's not going to be free anymore. And that's why she gave it to you. This is false. Money, energy, attention, or time. If you are a guy that gets what you think is free sex because she likes you, you're going to pay. Ninjas is on child support now over some free pussy. (laughs) Right? Ninjas have got their cars keyed up for some free pussy. And I'm here to tell you, women don't like you like that. They like what you do and how you make them feel. I want you guys to put this urge to bed that now, if she's if she has her ovaries black flipping on you and she wants to jump up on you and ride you, yes, that one, one, one time is free. But if she keeps calling you, asking for more, spending more, you're going to find out you're going to spend way more time trying to get that freebie. It's going to seem free. But the opportunity cost, the time, the investment, the energy, you're going to be fucking her and wanting to go to sleep. So stop with this idea that it's going to be free if. You're going to pay something. Back end, front end, middle, energy. You're going to lose something. Ninja, you'll find that you're going over her house three or four times a week, maybe five. You'll find that she's moving in on you. She's encroaching. She's making it hard for you to entertain your other hoes. What about false allegations? There's always a payment. There's always a payment. Somehow, you're going to end up giving up something. So these, these ideas, I want young men, you know, I'm, and guys, don't fight me on it. This is a, this, this a, uh, a dumbass fight at this particular point. If she likes you, it's going to be easier. Yeah, it's going to be easier, but there's not going to be free. <laughs> okay, there's, there's no such thing. It'll be easier. You'll get your foot in the door. She'll lie down on her back. Meow. But other than that, let's just be honest at what's going on here. Women like, the yeah, uh, they're going to interrupt you. They'll be like, um, okay, um, I, can I come over tonight? No. Well, why? She's all, now you got to have this conversation. Well, it's Monday night football. <laughs> I got to work. Well, I want to see you. I really want to see you. I miss you. I want you. Oh, well, okay. Now you just gave up something you wanted to do for some puss. You wanted to chill. You wanted to relax. And she encroached on it. Oh, I really going to do this. And I can't wait to see you. And I'm going to suck the ball. I'm going to do this and that. All right. Well, all right. Now you banging her with the game on in the background trying to watch. <laughs> so... Was that a payment? Yes. You gave up something you wanted to do. You gave up something important. And not only did you do that today, you're going to do that multiple days. And once she sees you give up something that was important to you, you she's going to make you do that forever until she cuts you off. And then you're going to have to go find another. Oh, look, I make him give up important things for puss. She just, she just made you weak. <laughs> yep. Yep, oh, you chose the football game over me? Now you're in the weak position. You, you didn't win. <laughs> you didn't win that. So, guys, man, it, it, stop, watching, stop with this bullshit, this idea that women give sex for free. They'll give you an STI for free, but she just wanted to get throttled, and she chose you. She chose you because you're willing to do it. You'll give up. You'll leave work early to go get some. All right, so it is what it is. 
Anyway. He said the great, the great distraction. It's all a payment. It's all a form of payment. Especially when she does this. I'll come over tomorrow. Come over the next day. Come over the next day. Then she's showing up at your house. I just want to be around you. I won't distract you. I promise. Opportunity costs. You lost. You're going to lose in the long run. You multiply that three days a week, four days a week, four weeks a month, 52 weeks in a year. Oh, you paid, Ninja. You paid. <laughs> right? So uh, then she wants to cuddle. Then she wants to put her, her head in your lap. You can't even scroll Instagram without this bitch looking up over your shoulder. Now she just sitting next to you on her ass in her booty shorts scrolling her Instagram. Now you a jackass on Saturday just sitting on the couch waiting for the next round. Who's winning that fight? Who's winning? You lost. <laughs> Ninja, you lost. She just got you out here just, now I can't text my other hoes. Right now, I can't get my other hoes to come over real quick. Now she want to spend the night. No, oh, hell no, nah, man. No, nah. all to get some free punani. I mean, t- dude, just it's it is what it is. <laughs> Where are we at here? And now you can't go up. Uh, you know, oh, I got to get up five in the morning. She keep you up to 11 o'clock. You want some of this punani? She keep you up to 11. Now you ain't even fresh at 5 in the morning. Now you wait, hit that alarm at 5 in the morning. You be like, all right, I'll get up. Uh, uh, I'm not going to go to the gym today. I'm not going to go to work early today. I'm not going to get up, fired up, ready to go get my opportunities. Uh, she want to cuddle. Cuddle with me for about 10 more minutes. It's free. Man, but dude, you're going to lose. <laughs> Yep. So anyway. All right. Shout out to Pierre says, what's up, coach? A woman asked me if men are such risk takers, why can't they take a risk in business and be okay with failing, but shy away from taking a risk committing with women? Aren't they the same? I told her they are not because a man can own a business and not women. What are your thoughts? And that's true. A lot of people try to draw that parallel when I say, hey, guys, take a risk. Be risky. Don't don't you know, be. Don't be so risk averse, right? Start something, be ambitious. Well, the thing is, you don't have an X factor that you cannot control. You do, clientele you cannot control with business. Economies you cannot control, but a woman you certainly can't control. So a relationship and women do have parallels to businesses, but no. It's not that you, like, you're, you're going into the opposite. You're actually putting yourself as the customer when you get into a relationship with woman with a woman, where if you're in the business, you're in the ownership ownership seat. It's not the same. It's not the same. All right. So I know people try to use that one and I don't, you know, I see what they're trying to do, but it's not the same. Shout out to who is this right here? We got a couple more. Shout out to the get the gab says happy belated birthday to the best to ever do it. This marriage, this married bitch at my job told me. That a man is supposed to do things for women without a woman showing appreciation or gratitude. I saw the husband on her fake book page and he was a simp. Totally simped out. He says, send it. Yeah. So 
bad system out here. A man, a man's supposed to do things without getting gratitude from a woman. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to Nigel, says, hey, coach, first time donating. It's your boy, Nigel, a.k.a. I can't, it's a what? It's a, I can't say that. It's somebody in the chat, something cool, P. Thanks for all your wisdom. Shout out to Nigel. Shout out to Nigel. And uh, yeah, shout out to Dale. Let me see if I can say your name. Dale says, coach, regarding, regarding white dudes getting destroyed by flatbacks, there's a guy at my job. His wife divorced him, took all his ish. He had to sleep on another co-worker's couch. He came to me with red eyes telling me the story. Long story short, do you know this guy came back to me and she said or said he wants to get married again? It just seems like men like getting raped by modern women, even on the verge of self-deletion thoughts. Guys like this are codependent. They're also plugged in. One of the best pieces of advice I give men is that if you get a divorce, if you get a divorce, stay single for five years. Normally, your mistake is going to be made if you get into a relationship or you get married again within five years. I don't understand it, but a lot of guys do it. A lot of guys do it. And so they don't know anything but that. In fact, the single man is a dangerous man. They would presume him to be a dangerous predator, right? You're danger to the system. You're danger to dating. So these guys don't want to be perceived as that. A lot of guys are validated by women, right? They're validated by a woman liking them and supporting them. Well, hey, look at me. I support my wife. I, I do this. I do the right thing. I pay the bills. I jump when she says jump. Happy life, happy wife, right? Look at me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's a sign of maturity. It's a rite of passage. And so guys are validated by doing the right thing. Hey, I got a job. I got a wife. I got two kids. And then when they lose that, they, they're undefined. They feel like they, they're, they're undefined or they failed. So it's not, I, I think it's, I think guys have to change their mindset regarding that. Keeping a woman today is not a successful, it, it doesn't make you successful because many guys are in bad deals and they'll tell you as such, they're in bad deals, but they stay. So staying with a woman and keeping a woman does not indicate that you did the right thing for yourself. You did the right thing to, for her. DJ B Fit says, shout out. He says, Showtime at the Apollo would have chewed her up and spit her out, made her cry. The regular dude says, my girl want to have sex all the time. I, it's me. That be chilling. Yep. So there you go right there. And uh, opportunity cost. Brown 310, draft them youngsters. I'm staying with the Juco. Hawkeye Cry says, I don't think all XXs are after your resources. It's easy to spot. If someone's interested in you genuinely versus only wanting you for money, vetting is key. All right. This is the same guy that said love and uh, no, he says the Juco feels transactional. <laughs> Hawkeye cry is the hope strategy right here. What time is it? How, how long have I been on? I'm going to read this again. I don't think all women are after your resources. It's easy to spot. It's easy to spot if someone's interested in you genuinely 
here's the thing. This is what, see, <laughs> my question is, why did all of these divorces happen if it's easy to spot? Why? How did that happen? You mean all these people are goofy? Okay, possibly. <laughs> it's so easy. And this is a guy that didn't want to go to the JUCO because it felt, bruh. Now watch this. Who generally wants you and doesn't only want your money. Betting, now let, me, let me just start here. He said incoming rant. Here's the problem with this statement. You're assuming resources is only money. I want you, let me let me take a drink. Let me take a drink. <laughs> this is water, by the way. I won't show you what company, but it's water. It's not it's not white lightning. Resources is is not only money. Okay, I can find I can find a gold digger. It's pretty simple. Who would marry me for money or engage with, with, with me with money? I mean, that's, yeah. But resources are these things. Money, energy, attention, and time. I can turn all of those things into other resources. And what you guys miss is if a woman wants to spend excess time with you, which is the thing that they'll clamor onto, and some women will say, I'm not interested in your money. I just want you for your time. I don't know if you know that that is more despicable and egregious at times than a woman that just wants you for money. That's actually a lose-lose proposition because... She did not say these things. Watch this. She did not say, I don't want you for your money. I just want to love you. Did she say that? Nope. She didn't say, I don't want you for your money. I just want to show you that I really care about you. She did not say, I don't want you for your money. I just want to shower you with what you deserve as a man. I just want to be your wife in name. I just want to carry your name. She did not say that. She said, I just want you to spend time on me, which inevitably will translate into something that is a net gain. Food, <laughs> right? Potential seed, pregnancy. Uh, typically, when you spend time with a woman, she gets a positive result. When she doesn't, she complains. I want to spend time. Okay, just sit here then. No, I want you to do something exciting. Oh, okay, what you want me to do? Take me somewhere. Let's go see something. Let's go on an adventure. Tap dance. Make me laugh. Right? I mean, you don't just going to sit there. Why are you watching this game? Why are you just playing video games? Why don't you do something? Let's go shopping. Let's go do something. Let's go to a show, a movie, vacation, cha-ching, ninja. Look, bruh. <laughs> Spend time. Let's go to the fair, the farmer market, the festival. Let's go to a damn art show. Let's go to. 
So with that being said, time is a resource. Time is a valuable resource. Just because you spend time does not mean you like me. You can like what I do for you in that time, and you can say, well, that time was well spent. He took me to the game. He took me to a show. He took me to a festival. But you literally spent time, and that time turned into money real quick. That time, that time turned into money. Have you ever done this? You ever uh, been, been you know, married or had a girlfriend or whatever? And you sitting there, you look at Saturday. Saturday. All right, here comes Saturday. I'm going to chill. I'm going to save money. I'm not going to spend any money. Here come your girlfriend. Hey, let's do something this weekend. Okay, uh, let's go sit at the park. <laughs> All right, let's go sit at the park and uh, blow bubbles. Child, that's boring. And then that weekend, you spent $300 that you didn't want to spend just because she wants to be around you. And you started off with the free resource of time that you thought was free. So the resource you spent was time. And that time turned into money. Now, you might get away with it once. You might get away with it twice or three times. But it turned into it. Not only that, if you have fornication with her, you gave her your seed or access to it. Sometimes she wasn't after your money, but that seed turned into a resource. That's what you gave her. If she likes to get her back blown out and you're good at it and she knows it, anytime you gave it to her, you're going to expend energy, which is a resource. Energy is a resource. We have energy companies right now, right? Your sweat equity. Right When you're in bed with a woman, 90% of what you do in the bed is from you. It's your performance. It's your leadership. It's your dictation. Ninja, you holding the legs up, not her. You flipping her over, not her. You busting a sweat, not her. You slapping her on the ass, not her. You pulling her hair, not her. You choking her, not her. You spinning down her throat, not her. You busting a nut, not her. And then when you bust, you going straight to sleep. Is that a resource? Yes. <laughs> You're doing the majority of the work and giving the direction and you have to be good. <laughs> or she going to lay there like a Carl's Jr. star. So here's the thing. Yeah, pushing and shoving. So I'm just trying to tell you guys, it's not always about money, money. It could be other resources, but the other resources are probably just as much valuable, if not more, than the money. The, the, the resources, the money is the cheapest. The money is the cheapest compared to your seed that she impregnated by. That's way more expensive. The time that you gave up, that's way more expensive. The attention, what do they say with attention? That's why these resources matter. What do they say if somebody wants you to give them your attention? Do they say, give me your attention? Do they say, give me your attention? By the way, when you spend time with her, she's going to get attention from this. What do they say? When they say, give me your attention, what word do they put in front? I want you to listen to this. 
All right, and I have a little bit of a delay. The phrase in, in English is pay attention. You don't pay attention to me. Pay. You don't pay attention. Did they say you don't give attention? No, because you don't get give is free. You have to pay attention. Spend time. Expend energy and so forth. So it's not always about money. All these other things can turn into money. Attention. If I pay enough attention, that's going to cost me money. <laughs> all right. Come on, man. It's all. That's what it is. That, that's what all of these boil down to. Now, I'm going to just tell you this. If you have no money, no, you give a woman no energy. You stop paying attention to her. You don't spend time. I guarantee you, you will never see that woman again. She'll go ghost. She'll disappear. She'll go to the next ninja. <laughs> Do you get it? Are you getting it? These are all costs to you. There's nothing free out here. There's no free lunch. In fact, despise the free lunch. If you got a girlfriend right now or a wife, stop paying attention. Stop paying attention to her right now. Give me one week of you giving her no attention. You're going to give her, you're going to pay her no mind, as they say. Guess what's going to happen? That woman's going to be gone. See, see ya. It's it. So did it cost you? Yes. <laughs> it cost you a lot. Where we at here? Bob says, one of my JUCOs called me for a favor. You were so right. I can never come back to the normie world. Dark side for the win. Hit me with that rent's due out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed. Shout out to Agent Machines. Call these women train tracks. They look plain. They look flat and plain until they run that train game. Trains allow. Sorry. Trains always follow the tracks. My bad. I messed it up, man. You did. You did. Train Floyd L says uh the notorious he says what do you know and think about oh qos those are allegedly women that do queen of spades i know about it it's a pipe dream for most ninjas right so uh but it exists it exists it's not that open uh J justin oh she mad at you cga they always mad jed says women are divorcing other women for the same reason too i did a stream on that so it's not really men. All right. C C3 Augustus says women get paid. Lawyers get paid. Men get slayed. That's how it works out. And we volunteer for it. Cali, West Miami. These ninjas don't understand that women constantly change, but men remain the same. Women at 20 are different at 30 and 40 plus. CGA said she's the variable. She's the, she's the X factor. She's the X factor. MC Hamster says the math is simple. If you, Broke, you pay attention. If you don't spend money, you got to pay attention. All right? And that's, that's what guys are doing. Oh, man. Well, a real man, and I'm going to genuine. What I'll do is I'll put some in her ear. What I'll do is I'll whisper sweet nothings in her ear. What I'll do is I'll spend time telling her what I need to tell her. And, and most of the time, these are men, black men, and they inevitably have no resources to show for it afterwards. Mm. They inevitably are on child support. They inevitably are the guys 
that also say the system is against them. But these are also the guys that are so good at spending time and paying attention with women. These guys are so good at doing it. But then I look at the rest of their lives and go, what the fuck do you up? You don't got nothing else to show for it. Yeah, but I get bitches. But you got nothing else. Don't you find that, that that's a frustrating system? Because you're constantly going to be judged on that as you go along. You think just getting pussy is life? You think getting punani is life? You think just banging bitches is life? I'm telling you, it's not. At some point, you're going to need some resources. You're going to want to treat yourself. You're going to want nice things for yourself. You're going to want access to things. You're going to want to not be broke. But defining yourself, how you deal with women, is some of the lowest form of, of, of masculinity you can actually be. It's the lowest form of man. Now, uh, if you're a guy like this and you're there, you'll grow up. You'll grow up. All right. JC says, you plucking the hairs out of her chin, not her. What? You plucking the hairs out of her chin, not her. All right. SCP Lunchbox says, just paying my tuition coach. Shout out to you. All right. Let's get back to the main event. Let's get back to the main event. All right. Shout out to y'all, man. Thanks for, thanks for the support. Let's get to this. What is this right here? Women giving up on dating. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, let's take you to this uh, video right here. This article right here. Women are quitting dating because it's a dumpster fire out there. How we got here and what can help. Mm. Says why I quit dating videos. Citing bad behavior like ghosting and game playing are proliferating on social media and the apps are taking note. This is October 22, 2023. Now, this is odd as hell. Let me play a couple of videos here of some women saying they quit dating. That is it. I'm done. I will never fit into this dating culture ever. And here's three reasons why. One, I don't multi-date. I can't multi-date. If I'm dating someone, I won't continue swiping, looking for the next best thing. You have my full attention. I'm not talking to multiple people and putting this into some form of competition. That's not my style. I can't do it. Secondly, I don't ghost. Why? Because I'm an adult and I can actually have a conversation and explain how I feel quite clearly. Three. I don't play mind games. I don't play any form of games. What you see is what you get. I won't blow hot and cold. You will never be in doubt with how I feel about you. And I like the same back. See, I'll never fit into this. Day. All right. So common theme that a woman will say, I don't fit into this dating market because I'm not like those other women. I actually value commitment. I actually value, you know, this. I'm not a hookup girl. She's saying right here. So she's giving up. I don't ghost. I only talk to you. I mean, all these ridiculous things that she's saying here. But the problem is I'm seeing here and just being honest, you're old. There's a reason why you're single, right? Listen, we got to find that out. We got to find that out. Why are you then single? Why are you divorced? And that's you. She's divorced for sure. She's been married for 15 years. She thought she was going to come out here and get something better. And all she getting is her back blown out. Oh, I'm not like that. So I'm going to wait, 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 and find Prince Charming. 
by only attracting, making themselves available to the top tier guys and then making the top tier guys wait because that worked in 2002. All right, that don't work no more out here, bitch. All right, it's an open marketplace. Ninjas, you can pay outright. You can, you can have a girl. You can have a harem. You can have a concubine. You can go monk. But you ain't got no more leverage like that. This ain't 1997 no more. All right, so you thought you was going to divorce your husband and come out here and get Prince Charming, okay? And hold out on your punani like the book The Rules did. I'm going to hold out on 90 days, okay? He's still going to get some punani out here. Or he ain't going to wait for you. So she's trying to come from a, from a mature perspective. So she's going to give up. All right. That's one woman right there. And um, let's take you to the other woman right here. She has a video. Here we go. Oh, how I feel about dating. I'll be like, oh, yeah, Hinge is cool. I've met a lot of great guys on Hinge. A lot of Hinge horror stories I can't relate to because, honestly, a lot of my best, like, relationships, short-term relationships, flings, whatever, have been through Hinge. But I'm here today to say that I am no longer a part of the Hinge crew and I don't think I'm going back. Nothing terrible has happened, nothing worth the story, but the men that have been liking me on Hinge lately have, it's, it's starting to make me question, you know, who am I? You know, to be getting this type of attention, what am I giving off? What kind of energy am I giving on my profile that is just attracting men who look like they barely snuck onto earth? Huh? Like, you look like you really weren't supposed to be here, for real. What? And yet, you got on Earth, and you got a buttload of audacity, because now you're on Hinge telling me that you want to take me out. What? You know what I'm saying? It's been all year. I don't know if it's me, if it's Hinge, if it's the men, I don't know. I don't care. But all year, I've just been attracting the most disgusting looking men that i promise to god i've never seen men look this bad before i'm so serious wow. and i'm not even trying to be funny i'm being so serious i've never seen men this down bad in my messages before uh wouldn't that say wouldn't that say something about you mm. I, wouldn't that say something about you it, you're not placing the proper value on you before we get into it man doesn't that say something about you again? She asked, what kind of energy am I giving off? Exactly. You're attracting whatever is at your level. Water seeks his own level. Um, maybe it's you. And that's you. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Let me continue. She's got some more to say here. Uh, here we go. It's just, it's never happened. And I had to actually leave because it's starting to make me think. It's changing my mindset to the point where now I'm feeling like there are no attractive men. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I can't afford to have that type of mindset. There's another word, afford. You see this? You see, all of the words of relationships are transactional. Afford, pay, spend. And it doesn't have to do with money. Okay, you see what I mean? I can't afford the time. Continuing here, what, what does she got to say here? Because if you believe that there's no attractive men, then you're not going to find one. So I can't let Hinge ruin my perception. And that's what it was starting to do. Like, it was getting to the point where every time I logged onto the app, I almost lost hope in humanity as a whole. And I can't, I can't let that happen. So now I guess my future husband, he's going to have to find me a Kroger or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I go to Kroger like once a week. So... Maybe he'll be there. Maybe he'll find me on my walking trail. I don't know, but he can't find me on Hinge because your girl is, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I've been insulted way too many times. I don't belong here anymore. I have to go. 
All right, so essentially what she's saying is I don't get the top 10% men. I give up. Mm. All right. I don't get what I want out here. I give up. Now, this is going to create the problem of guys that are not, guys she said don't even belong on earth, which could be a regular average guy. There was a time where a regular average guy could do okay out here. But women that are single today, they want what? They want their access to their dream guy. And if they can't find them online, which is online is not the best place to find a relationship. But if they can't find them, she'll just go to Kroger. Now, she's giving no effort. This is what I want you to realize. She's making zero effort. I'll put some pictures on this site, and I'll go to Kroger and wait. And where's my dream guy? <laughs> like, I'm not going to improve myself. I'm not going to go find places to go. I'm not going to rise up into this. Kroger at that. Not even Whole Foods. Kroger. We see where you're aiming at, but you think there's your dream guys in there. You drink your dream guys in there. And not only that, she, she has access to Pookies and Tyrones and whatnot. But then she wants guys to give that up for her, which is making things complicated. I wish, it, I wish her the best. But what I find interesting is overall, okay, women are quitting dating apps. As if men haven't quit and made videos of them quitting dating, going MGTOW, getting their passports, becoming free agents, taking the red pill, running game. Men have removed themselves from this marketplace a long time ago. And when we did, they called us incels, virgins, chumps, ain't got no game, uh, quitters, everything under the great white moon or the blue moon. We got called names, lonely, gamers, uh, pranadics, addicts, addicts, tricks. And women are openly selling themselves on the marketplace. But now when women do it and steal our whole damn flow, they get an article. Article. To say it's a dumpster fire. When men have been already calling this five, ten years ago, it's already been a dumpster fire. How you just now figuring this out? Now, remember, this goes back to the article where it said 45% of women in by 2030 will be single and childless. Then they went on to say, as a result, they're going to be a lot of lonely men. And we caught that right away. We were like, wait a minute. You literally said 45% of women will be single and childless, and there's going to be lonely men. How do you arrive at that? I mean, there's more women in the United States than men. That would tell me there's going to be more single and lonely women. Nah, we'll be good because we still have the cock carousel, and we can still sell some puss. How did you arrive at there'll be more single and lonely men when there's technically single and lonely women? Because they know these women will still be getting served. But even that's not going to be enough. They still are want to go and be with the guy. In fact, if you do the math, this is some math done. Especially when you come to the black culture. If every man married a black woman today, Every black man married a black woman today. They would still be 2 million single black women. This has been validated and verified by, I think it's blackdemographics.com. If every black man just said, okay, every man, go get you a wife. 
there will still be 2 million single women. That's a lot of single women. So how is it our fault? Why are we going to be the only ones? And why is it that now we need to sound the alarm of the dating marketplace and figure out why men aren't doing what they need to do when you also put men down for doing the same thing? That's number one. Number two, what are men supposed to do with this marketplace? You got divorce. You got strong and independent women. Women want in partnerships, not relationships, not marriages. They want a partner. Women not giving up their progressive mindset, but want you to be traditional. Men are getting divorced, child support. Men are, um, men are not getting the treatment that they deserve. Women do want you to invest a lot up front only to maybe not get what you want on the back end. They're not addressing the, what do you think men are going to do? Men are going to find another solution. Passport. Save your sex. SYSBM. MGTOW, free agent lifestyle, red pill, Andrew Tateism, Kevin Samuelism. They're just going to find another way around the system. And men have figured it out. In fact, I believe the men that are losing are the men that are on dating apps. And she's discovering that. Why all these losers over here? Because any man worth his salt does not stick his ass on that dating app unless he can clean house on that dating app. And trust me, if he's cleaning house, he has little time to respond to your dating app. This ninja in one week can have a rotation of eight bitches. Like that, just if he's worth his salt, he'll hop on that dating app. He'll have 50 messages and he'll whittle it down to eight women. They'll recognize it quickly. If he has resources, I'll take you out. Come on, no, no, no. come on here and eat. He will have eight women quickly that fast in one week and he'll left a, leave a whole other raggedy bitches on red I mean it won't even be close and he'll leave some on the table for you if he's a, a guy that he can be seen in the public sphere and he's approachable he looks like he has his shit together he got unlimited options out here in terms of access He got it. So you're waiting for him to respond to you. He's got it like that. Now, I'm not saying he's got it easy or free, but he's got it. The guys that have been in the middle between the no good ninjas and that guy, they've removed themselves. They've already left into another option. So the guys that are somewhere in between, the guy that's got it and the guys that ain't worth shit, those guys are now doing something else. They're doing whatever they want to do. They're working. They're traveling. They're, they, they, they went to another country and found better treatment. The guys that are between five and seven, they're, they're, they figured out that it's kind of all worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. And they have options too, but this whole princess mindset has got a, a change for them. Here's another woman right here. Complaining about same thing. And this is an Asian, young Asian woman. Lil Ling Ling right here. Dating in 2023 is really effed up. All right. Ladies, you also have the women in this age group undercutting you like crazy. Undercutting you. This woman right here in the previous chocolate sister. 
Where's she at? This one. Oh. This, oh, why can't I pause it? Ask me like a year ago. What? That woman right there and this young Asian woman. There are people that are undercutting whatever you want out here in the marketplace for very little. <laughs> okay, just so you know, these women, they don't stand out. Now, ninjas are going to fold you because one thing that women will not accept is that sexual attention for men, meaning that if she engaged sexually, does not mean he likes you. Again, they're not, they're not going to ever believe this. Now, a guy that doesn't have a lot of sexual attention, meaning that he has to work for it, if he gets it, he'll keep her. He'll guard her because he's going to get sex consistently. So that type of guy will keep the woman around. If he's a guy that just been like, okay, yeah, another one, another one, another one. He doesn't have to like you to lay in between your legs. All right, so a lot of people don't understand that. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to speak the truth. So if this woman gives in any man worth his salt access, he's going to take it. Unless he's just done with it. He's like, okay, whatever. If he's bored, if it's Tuesday, if this seems like an easy layup, if he has to sell her a dream, he'll do it. He'll do it. All right, so here we go right here. What does she have to say here? She has to say this. 2023 is really fucked up because we can fuck, but we can't afford to share our thoughts or our feelings. We are meant to connect with each other meaningfully in order to survive. And we're not surface creatures, yet we're acting as if love, commitment, um, creating emotional bonds are so disastrous. And we're just acting like all this stuff doesn't matter to us and that it's just a small part of our lives. And that's not true. And that somehow wealth, status, and unrealistic goals like being a millionaire in your 20s or being an entrepreneur is so fucking important. See, th these type of women I find very dangerous to me. Please, gentlemen. Do not listen to a damn word she's saying. She just said, you going after your goals and dreams are not that important in relationship to building emotional bonds and connection. Man, guys, please do not listen to this shit. She don't know what she's talking about. She don't know what she's talking about. Cause you're gonna give up your dreams and goals. Hold on for a second. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. She's gonna, brothers, young men, please do not do this. Do not listen to her. Money's not that important. Guys, don't do this. You're gonna ruin your whole future to try to please her. Oh my goodness. Hold on for a second. I gotta pull up a video. This is crazy. I know a lot of guys are gonna listen to women like this, right? And you're gonna realize this is an L. This is a fat L. Let me see if I can find a video of the guy doing this, saying, saying this real quick. Is this the video? No, that's not it. Um, I, trust me, if I would have did the opposite, I would have been in a better position. All right, I can't find a video. All right, let me go back. Let's go back to the woman. Let's continue here. Here we go. I mean, what the fuck? That is so unhealthy and it is so sad. I don't understand why as a generation we are perpetrating such behaviors. What a waste to live a life. What a waste to live your life 
pursuing your goals, your dreams, and your ambitions, the things you're going to be judged on. What a waste. <laughs> All right, she is. But then, guys, if she gets with you and you don't do what you need to do, she's going to say, I'm not happy. All right, I found the video. I found a video. This is, inc- guys, do not fall for this. I, I almost fell for this, and I realized real quick that this ain't going to happen. It, it would have been the worst decision I ever made. Here we go right here. All right, so this is the video I want to, and guys, don't shoot the messenger. Just listen. Just listen with your ears. Here we go right here. Wife, when I got with her, I said, look, I'll do anything for you except one thing. I will not give up on that dream. If I got to surrender my dream, I'd rather be alone because if I abandon my dream, I'll abandon you. I truly believe that. I see so many people, man, they give up their dream for the wife. They give up their dream for the husband. They give up their, and then, and then the wife and the husband get together and they have kids and then they give up their dream again because of the kids. And I said, the day we have kids, we cannot blame the kids for not going after our potential and our dreams. And I'm like, look, I'll give you anything. Monogamy. I'll never cheat on you. I'll never jack around on you. I'll I'll take care of you. I'll, I'll provide you with a life that you can only dream of. This was, 12 years ago. I mean, this is way before Grant really hit full Grant. If I got to be less than who I'm meant to be, to be with you. That's powerful. Can't give you that. So I told my wife. when. So guys, I'm going to tell you guys. I mean, we play various men saying this. Please, gentlemen, do not become less to keep her. Do not. I know it's going to seem like a fair trade and you're getting something out of it. Do not do this. It is the worst thing. Now, I know some women are going to say the same thing. Hey, you know what? Hey, uh, I want to go after my dream too. Okay, go after it. Okay, we don't, we're not in the business of keeping women from doing what they want to do. Okay, do what you want to do, attempt to do it, but guess, guess what? You cannot be with me while you're doing that. That's just an own personal decision. But you cannot give up on what you want to do for her benefit. She's saying this is for my benefit. I want to, fertilize these eggs i want to get married so give up on your pursuits for me do not truly feel and connect with another person we don't get second chances at living the same event with the same person twice i'm not saying that you know when you meet someone that you really like you tie them down you go tunnel vision and you go batshit crazy which sometimes i have the tendency to do that did you hear her man i I hope you guys are listening She just gave it away. She just gave it away. Oh, sometimes I go batshit crazy. Remember, you got a vet. You got a vet. And vet who you put your prick into. She just admitted she's crazy. And the more you connect with her emotionally, the crazier she gonna be. That is what you have to understand. She just gave it away. All right, here we go. Open yourself up, be brave, because I know that you have it in you, and go out there and experience something that is genuine. She can't even guarantee this. Experience something's genuine. These are Listen, these are all things that women want, so I don't want to minimize them. I don't want to minimize them. But this comes at a cost, and she gave you the cost. Forget your dreams, your hopes. Forget trying to be who you need to be. Forget the money. Building a genuine connection is deeper. All right, let me get some money first then. All right, let me get some money first. And you know what's going to happen? You're not going to go get her. See, the absence of money makes you take less woman. I'm going to say it again. 
the absence of money or leverage or options make you pick a lesser woman. Every man in here that has picked a lesser woman, a wife, and got married when you had no options or leverage, tell me if you had leverage and options, would you pick that woman? You probably won't. You probably won't. But here's her benefit, but she's not willing to give in to your benefits, so she's done with dating. Something that is deeper and something that is actually fulfilling and not just like one after another that is all on the surface level. What 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 kind of life is that? Yeah, what kind of life is that, guys? That that's that's a man's life. <laughs> all right. So and is that his solution? No. But what are you giving back? That's the question. You just said it. You're crazy and unhinged. You are a genuine and authentic person, and I know that you have it in you to give love. Receive love. Oh my God, Ninja! They be on there. <laughs> they be in there trying to coach your ass up. I know you can do it. I know you can love me. I know you can give me everything because they need it, guys. Women need it. Most women need it. Not all. Most women need a man. Most ninjas. Most women need what men give them. And I'm gonna tell you: Does she like you for you? The answer is no. She's telling you right there. I'm liking the way you feel, the way you make me feel. Thus, we'll have a good life after, after you make me feel a certain way. This is all a feelings-based argument, which is fair, but she's missing out on the other element. She's also desperate and running out of time. So she's got to get up here and coach you, ninjas, simps, right? Ninjas that are just going to go ahead and fold. Okay, I'll take you, Ling Ling. And then you realize she crazy. She even said it here. Let's continue. Get the most out of your present moment because all you're going to have left are regrets that you're dating. And now she's talking about herself, guys. <laughs> she's talking about herself. She's talking about herself. She's going to have regret. Ma'am, you're a dime a dozen. You're replaceable. You're, you're replaceable in this situation, especially if a guy gets leverage and options. What does she have? Not much. And she knows this. One more thing. And then we'll get to the super chats. It is in a woman's best interest. And now this is where I'm going to give women a little coaching. It is in your best interest to find a guy who doesn't have as much as you want him to have in order to get what you want out of life. It is in your best interest. It is not in the male's best interest. So if ladies, you find a guy potential, they don't have time for potential. They're broke. And they're looking for a quick fix. They're lonely. They're looking for a quick fix. They're older. So they're looking at somebody to fertilize these eggs. And that's you. That's, that sounds like you're in a panic. I'm not in an emergency. Here's the deal. It is in your best interest to find a guy that doesn't have everything you, you need. And hopefully coach him and motivate him to get it. As opposed to a guy that has everything you want. Because that guy that doesn't have as much is probably going to be willing to be motivated to get more for you as opposed to a guy that has it and he's going to be less likely to give it to you. That's going to be to your advantage. So the guys that are dusty, you know, their work projects, their, their guys that, okay, let me put them together. That guy will run through the end and the edges of earth for you. He'll commit to you. Not always. 
but a guy that already has the leverage the hell like what why would he why would he double down on you why would he see you as a partner why would he see you as any of that there's no reason for him to do it and if he's older there's no reason for him to do it if he's already been married and he's already had long-term relationships he's already had 100 sex partners he has no reason to do it you need a ninja that's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. You need a PhD ninja. You need a PhD ninja. Ladies, and I didn't create this, but you need a man that's poor, hungry, and driven. That's your guy. A guy that can't get his nut on that easily. A guy that will be like, you're, you're mine, but... Again, they're not going to want that guy ultimately because he's going to clamor to her. He's going to cling to her. He's going to need her. She's going to need to do certain things. They want the easy life. You need a poor, hungry, and driven male if you're a young woman. If you don't want a poor, hungry, and driven male, male you're going to be a woman that has a guy uh, that has, you're going to be a woman of many. You're going to be a woman of many. I have many of you. And the emotional connection is almost not necessary. All right. They need a Boyce Watkins. All right, Boyce Watkins coming over here catching strays. But I find it interesting that now there's an emergency because women are quitting dating. Ladies, you could quit dating and men will still have plenty of options. They'll have plenty. He says they don't want that. Yeah. They don't want it. I'm sorry. And the reason why they don't want it is because of um, they've worked themselves to a position where they think they deserve more, right? They make $45,000 a year. So every guy under that doesn't qualify. Oh, you can't take me to Cheesecake Factory or above. Uh, you know, I can't have that. And so they're constantly getting ran through. It's a, it's a sad game. It's a sad game, but I'm in a position now where I don't really care about the game, right? I'm going to get what I want from it and skedaddle. But the guy that uh, got uh, one more thing, if ladies, if you're new here, I've already said that. <laughs> Somebody says, coach once said you can erase the three or fours out of your phone and work on yourself. The, the results are like night and day. Yep. Um, I once said this. A man past the age of 35 is the worst guy to try to get to marry you. A, a guy that, that's past the age of 35, he's set, he's set in his ways, he makes a decent salary, he's in a position to uh, give you a life that you might think you deserve, or he can partner with you and become a partner couple. A man past the age of 35 is the worst guy to get to settle down. He doesn't have the key thing that you need to trick that mother sucker. And he, what he doesn't have is a high amount of testosterone. Now, he has enough testosterone. He just don't got a lot of it. It's just decreasing by the moment. Once he gets into 30 and 40 and 50, so these women are 40, 45, 30, 38, 36, and they want a guy in that age range to settle down. He's not, he already had puss. He's already had enough puss and dipped his dip, dipstick into a plenty of women. 
and he set and he settled. He might have even been divorced. He might have already had kids. It's a problem for him to be rushing to settle down. A guy that's 22, 24, 26, he's young, dumb, full of cum. This ninja will take any, he, if the woman says, I'll give you puss every day, he going to be right there. Okay, baby. He going to be right there. He has control. He has salami discipline. And yes, he got a lot of girls. He got a lot of girls. He can get women that are mothers and he can get women who are someone's daughter, right? He can get it and he can treat himself well. So what would you have to do? What would you have to do to literally get that guy to lock down? What I'm finding that is that woman is doing the bare minimum, right? She's doing this. And I have, I have some ladies like this that I know in my own life. What they're doing is this. How I feel about dating apps. I'll be like, oh yeah, Hinge is cool. I've met a lot of great guys on Hinge. A lot of Hinge horror stories I can't relate to. Right, so what she'll say is, I'm pretty, I'm attractive, I have value, I'm somewhat young, like I'm in my mid-20s to early 30s. I have a job, I have a career, and I don't want to deal with no, no good lazy ninjas. That woman will think you, that has your shit together, has no options, <laughs> right? She's like, oh, look, here we go right here. Oh, okay, okay, I found a guy. And she'll pluck down, and then she'll wonder why that guy doesn't chase. She's like, why isn't he chasing me? Why isn't he texting me? Why doesn't he want to see me today? Why is he not begging to see me? Well, I'm going to tell you. Um, anybody listening, ladies, put your earphones on. We're going to do the super chats. I'm going to tell you, that guy got five bitches on rotation. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, he has a, a refractionary period. A refraction, what is it? Refractionary period? He has a refraction period that limits the amount of times he can bang in a week. So he's above 35 going 40, 45. He has a refractory period that that ninja needs a day to recover, maybe two. Maybe two. So now that he's got a couple of women in his rotation, because yes, he does, he's that ninja. Then he can't bang every day like he was in his when in his twenties. Neither does he want to, but we'll get to that later. He can't bang every day because he just can't recover fast enough. Right? That's number two. Number three, sex often replaces, or a woman's company often replaces his income because he's building. He's got an income. He's got a budget. He got a baby mama. He got kids. He got he got shit that he want to buy. He got vacations. So he looks at time for her as a loss, right? That's kind of what I look at it. I look at it as kind of like a loss. I'm like, damn, if I spend time with this, I'm not going to be able to wake up with energy tomorrow. I could be, I could be at the casino uh, at the blackjack table. I could be, <laughs> this is to start thinking, I could be at work. I could be anywhere. And he knows the recovery period is going to be hard for him, not just sexually, just energy-wise. Just going out, all right, sitting at the restaurant, doing, okay, we doing this bullshit, all right, all right we get home, 11 o'clock, all right, bang it out, oh, she falls asleep, oh, Jesus. Then the other girl's texting him, hey, can I see you tomorrow? Oh, shit. 
Uh, how about Thursday? <laughs> so, yep, he got child support debate. He's like, Thursday, shit. So he got to space his broads out. I got to put my girls on a schedule. Like, I got to be like, okay, when, okay, you Monday. All right, Wednesday night, I should be good. But then the next, okay, Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, he got to go on dates and festival, and he can afford it. It's not a loss to him. He's not worried about taking you to Mastro's or Roos Chris. He actually want to go to Roos Chris. So he'll be like, you can come along. Oh, what are we going to do? Are we going to do something great and spectacular? Let's go to the concert. He's like, oh, no, no, no concert. Let's just go to dinner and come back to the crib. I ain't got no time for all that shit. <laughs> so he got to plan the rotation out. He got to plan the nut bus. She be like, can I get a second round? You're like, oh, no, nah, because I got to get my Wednesday girl. No second round for you. <laughs> yep. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So he'll sell her a dream, but he like, oh, shit, just, it's annoying. It becomes an annoyance to him, but he has it. But the thing is, he just doesn't have the interest, the desperation, the stamina. He don't have all that, nor is it important to him anymore. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm going to tell you, it's a trap. It is really the manhood of trap. I'm going to tell you what happens. This is what happens at my age. And it works against me. The, the girls be like, hey, let's go out. All right. All right. Come on. Come, let's go out. Uh, let's go out on Thursday. All right. Let's go out. But I don't already have my Wednesday and my Monday chick. So I'll be like, all right, I'll take her out. Come on. Take her out. And then afterwards, I'll be like, let me drop you off at home. I got to get up early in the morning. Oh, you don't want me to come by? Nah, sorry. I don't want you to come by. She's like, really? She's like, I was interested in seeing you, daddy. She was like, okay, daddy. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I just, why don't we get together on Saturday? All right, we'll spend the night Saturday night. You know what happens? That literally works against me. <laughs> that works against me. Because what she just heard was what she wanted to hear. A guy that don't just pursue him for sex. A guy that can turn down sex and have control. A guy that's like, no, nah, I, I just like the time with you and send you back home. She's like, that's my guy. Because I'm not desperate. I'm not showing desperation. I'm not showing energy where I got to have you and drooling all over you. She's like, that's the type of guy I need. And I'm like, but the problem is. <laughs> it works against them because you done rejected them and they start getting insecure like, Oh, what, what is it about me that he didn't want? So the next time you see her, she leaking. You don't even have to take her out. She comes in Saturday like, all right, I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to show you why. And then she start gargling and sucking you off and flipping you and doing this right over. As soon as she come to the door, just I'm going to show that ninja. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm four women in this week. I'm drained, can't perform. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, why are you going so hard? Slow down. The hell are we doing here? This is, you're going to have me at the doctor. Now, I'm a ch it works the opposite. It's the opposite effect. It's the sad thing that happened. So, ladies, if this is happening to you, I'm not trying to give y'all secrets, but this is what he going through. He like, oh, this bitch. 
You finish up. She's like, can we get a second round? Oh, oh man. Okay, let me try. You're going to have me busting dust out here. You're going to have me bleeding. Ninja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, it's the worst. Uh, he said, that's why men marry, Coach, indeed. Men marry for that. Like, oh, man, I just, okay, I'm tired of this. And they'll get married. They'll commit. I'll just get one girl, and I can understand. Just letting you know. One more thing that happens, that works opposite. You know, I actually have, you know, clothes that I wear that sometimes it has other women's hair in it. Happens all the time. So I'll be sitting next to him, and I'll pull some hair out of my jacket or my sweater or whatever it is I'm wearing. I'll go, and I'll look over at Adam, and then I'll throw the hair out like this, and I'll be like, I don't know how that happened. You know what happens? The opposite. They don't run. They stick around. Mm. (laughs) They stick around. They just go. They just roll their eyes, look at you. You would think that they would get that, see that, and go, what is this? (laughs) What is this? You got another girl. They don't do that. They do the opposite, especially if you are perceived leveraging options. They'll go, hmm. Now, eventually, you'll hear something like, well, make sure you're being safe with the other women and we need to strap up. But they'll literally do the opposite. They don't run. They see that there's competition, competition anxiety. They'll be like, oh, I see we got some competition in here. I see we got some competition. All right, I better step my game up. (laughs) Right here. They'll literally do the opposite. They're, they're bizarro world when it comes to whatever they say they're going to do, they don't do it. It's one of the, yeah, they love the competition element is, oh, there's other, okay, I better suck them better. I better show them better. I better be a better, the competition anxiety. Now, sometimes they'll just throw in a towel. Yeah, we need to be safe. Uh, you know, I know there's other girls. Listen, I know there's other women. They give you that speech, <laughs> right? You know, I know there's other women. I just want to make sure. It is absolutely crazy. And men and men that, that have figured this out, they're really successful with women to an extent. To an extent. So anyway, man, look, let's get to these super chats. What a great show. What a great show. And guys, this isn't a way you live your life out. It's, it's empty as well. The contractor says, Coach, you a light worker, really? He says, I'm a light worker? Okay. He says, you a light worker, really? He says, preaching truth. For the human race, thank you, brother, for your wisdom and has really helped me out of my life. Shout out to you. Indeed. Shout out to Rusty Shackleford. Appreciate you for being here. Be Real Mahogany, the only connection that matters is at the hips. Indeed. I got a question for the the women be like, what do you have in common with younger women? That is one of the most misunderstood comments. I, I I hear women ask that. Well, what do you have in common with that younger woman? What does that mean? I, I got a question. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What that mean? What does that mean? What do you mean, what do I have in common? Is there not supposed to be anything in common? Like, I'm trying to figure out. Could there? Are you saying there's no way there's things that are in common? <laughs> I just want to know. I don't know what that means. 
Like, I get what you're saying. You're trying to say that if I'm Gen X and you're Gen X, we can sit and reminisce and have a conversation about a Luther Vandross album. You can say, remember when we saw Minister Society and we can say, hey, yeah, I remember. We have age in common. We can look back and reflect back and say, remember when George W. Bush did X, Y, and Z? So the conversation can happen and there could be a, a, a commonality in conversation. But why are we talking? What's with the what's with all the talking? We need to be doing some action. And action doesn't require being having anything in common. Now I get it. Some things could be one of those situations where I look over and it happens a lot. I look over and go, wow. This person was not alive when I was a senior in high school. That could kind of be weird or a person could say they have no frame of reference past the year 2000. All right. So now I I go, okay. (laughs) All right. Past the year 2005. They have no understanding of what life was. And I go, okay, that's interesting. But what in the world is the, what else do we need in common? We can't talk about when the Denver Broncos we're good when John Elway used to put drive in game winning drives. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, who won WrestleMania? Uh, let's not even say ten. Who won the WrestleMania six match between the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan? Are, is this what we're supposed to be talking about? Like, what common thing? What What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. He says we become the teachers then. More, more conversation to be had. Men love to teach women. Men love to teach women. We love to, this, this is something that is ingrained in us. Now, with the woman's constantly mothering us and teaching us, there are some, I need a mother ninjas out here. But men need, men desire to show women things. I want to introduce this to you. I want to introduce you to this pain. Okay, let's stop. I want to introduce you to this experience. Like, I think a lot of people underestimate the importance of that for a man. I want to introduce you to this. I want to show you this. I want this to be the first time you do this. I want to, I want to teach you how to do this. I want to show you, I want to mentor you. Now, in our world today, women are more competitive with us and they actually have their own experiences to share. Sometimes they can be the teacher as well. So what they'll do is say, I'll say, hey, I, I have, I, I've been to this place, but I'm looking to go to this place. I want to show you this. I want to take you here. And I want to see in your eyes, because we do this with our kids too. I want to see in your eyes that you're excited. Wow. Okay. This actually has great value to men emotionally. This is emotional. This is an emotional thing for men. You want men to really experience, talk about emotional. I want to take you to a basketball game and sit you closer than you've ever sat. I want to take you to Italy. I'm going to take you to Greece for the first time. And she says, what women don't understand about men, this is what a woman says. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. That's what she'll say. Now, 
This is a woman who doesn't understand men. By saying that, you've taken away ability to give experience. Ability to him to connect with you. Ability to him to gift you something that you haven't had. So then she'll say, hey, I've done all these things. Now I just want to use you for what I need you to do when I need you to do it. So when, you, when he said, I want to take you to Mastro's, I want to take you, I've been to Mastro's. Have you been here? And then there's a competition. Oh, I haven't been there. Oh, you need to go. Yeah, but since you haven't been there, I've been looking to try out this other place. You want to go? You want to take me? These things actually kill the desire for men. Some people might say it's low self-esteem or fracture ego. It actually kills the desire for that man to want to do stuff for you. Because it seems that you've done it all. He also might think why you've done it all. Why you've done all these things. Who you've done them with. Your parents, your boyfriends, your husband, your ex. Why are you doing all these things? It might give them that in right here. So this is then makes it difficult for him. He feels like he can't do anything for you. You've done it all. Then it's competition. Well, I've been to Italy, but have you been to Greece? Okay, you just minimized my experience in Italy. Yes, uh, let's talk about Italy. No, let's, let's talk about when I went to Greece. Okay. Have you been to Disneyland? I've never been. Well, I've been. I've been 50, 11 times. You need to go. And then this will happen over and over again, and the guy will lose interest, <laughs> right? The guy will lose interest. And so this little, under, this little thing that women are doing on the marketplace is actually preventing men from wanting to be what they, to give what they want to give. It, Right? Like, I want a gift or something. I have all that. I want to give you a purse, a bag, shoes. She got 50 shoes already that somebody bought for her or she bought for herself. And, it, and it's a little thing that's a big thing for men. It's a little thing, but it's a big thing for men. We naturally want to show. Here's a shiny rock. Here's the shiniest rock that I can give you. This is the only thing I can give you. Ah. Here's Cheesecake Factory. It's the only thing I can think to do. Ah, I've been to Cheesecake Factory 50 times. These are little things that they do to belittle men, but then want men to go above and beyond. Okay, I've been this way for 30 men, but now you got to come and give me the balloon ride. You got to give me something I ain't never done. Okay, what is it? Well, I don't know. Come up with it. Yeah, now all of a sudden... A coach bag ain't enough. It got to be a Birkin bag. Birkin bags cost $20,000. I got a lot of coach bags. Coach bags are whack. That's all I can afford. I'm willing to give you it. A guy will give a woman half of $5. <laughs> a guy will get half $5 and give half of it to a woman to get her. He'll give more than half of it. He'll have $22 in his checking account and take a woman on a date just to get next to that woman and then impress her. And at that date, she'll complain about the restaurant. She'll say it ain't good enough. And she'll call them names and dusties and dirties and all that stuff. You see what I mean? These things are highly affected in the marketplace. It makes men want to pull back. And then the women complain and say they're going to quit too. All right, let's get to these super chats here. 
the regular dude says, when I was broke, I didn't even want a Coogee. <laughs> no Coogee sweater for you. Rusty Shackelford, shout out to you. Be Real Mahogany says, the only connection that matters is at the hips. That's all I want. Let me see that. Let me hear your body talk. Stephen D, our grandmothers knew to pick a man young who was motivated and lock him down young. He says, their men had to put on a ring, a ring on it, and the results are the boomers, indeed. JC says, I was cleaning up my office, preparing for my new 4K monitor and found a picture of me and my ex. I felt warm for a second, then I tossed it in the trash. And uh, one more thing about older women. Older women are, they have that issue. They've already done things. And the, the sad part is they want more experiences but they're older. Like, I'd rather, rather give a young woman an experience. Just this, just me. Than to take an old woman out and give her an experience. Yeah. Shout out to Daniel McGee. Been married, now divorced. I have leverage and options, sports cards, and six figures. I don't see the point in a long-term relationship. Again, free agent lifestyle for the win. And this is also because you're also older as well. Kevin G in the building. Shout out to you. He says, once I hit 35, Reverend X, and I became blood brothers. Yeah. You don't really need to see it. Uh, shout out to Jones G. XX's compromise for an expiration date. Yeah, indeed. And the divorce isn't even that, man. That's just the divorce part. Oh, by the way, the breakup part is what I really don't understand. You're going to break up. <laughs> so... So all this effort that men pour into women, you're going to break up. So guys know at a certain age that it's already temporary. We're going to break up. So why, why invest? So there, there's a problem with women waiting to an older age, right? They wait till 28 and 30, 32. He's already been had his broke, heartbroken and crushed. He's already bitter and hurt. He's already kind of uh, tainted and jaded. And the relationship it's going to break up. It's a guarantee. It's a 99.9% chance that the relationship blows up like the Goodyear blimp. It ain't going to last. How do I know? How do I know? She's broken up with every person she's been with, and she's 32. She ain't made one relationship work. She's struck out. Now, she might say, you struck out too. I'm not the one begging for a relationship. Just bend over. Mm. <laughs> I'm not the one pining for a relationship. You are. So your record is on the line. You're challenging the champ. You want me to give up my commitment. So, yes, I'm single and so are you. But I'm actually doing okay over here. You're the one mad at me that I'm not committing. <laughs> so, and the, these are the reason I'm not committing. Blah, 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 blah. Men know inherently he has the most to lose if it doesn't work. He's going to have his reputation dragged. He's going to lose out on any, all of the financial investment he made is a loss. If he moves her in, he can lose even more than that. He can possibly lose his freedom. He can possibly lose control of his seed and impregnate you. Like the possibilities of taking an L grows as he gets older and he gets more things. This shit going to be an L. He pick a crazy bitch. That's what I'll be worried about. All right, I'll pick a crazy bitch. Because I already picked one. All right, so 
already picked one and it's costing me to this day, costing me thousands of dollars. I already picked one that can't be happy. So what the, dude, I ain't going to be that guy again. (laughs) And, oh, by the way, I'm not going to make you happy. I'm not going to make you happy. Here's another thing that men do. Guys, watch this. Men that do this, this is how you get trapped. This is how you mess up. When you're trying to engage with a woman up front, especially if you're not paying with money, and, you know, you're trying to date her and do the right thing, you know, you set yourself up for failure. Women don't know you set, you set yourself up for failure. Initially, when you meet her, you'll do anything you can to meet her and so forth and so on. So you'll text, you'll respond quicker, you'll try to set dates and meetings, you'll try to meet her fast, you'll try to sleep with her fast, if you will, you'll try to take her on dates, you'll do all these things up front. Now, she's going to get a false sense of who you are because the incitement of meeting her, you're going to put in a lot of money, energy, attention, and time. You're going to call her more, you're going to FaceTime her, you're going to be willing to meet with her at odd times that you normally don't do. You're going to do all of these things. Then what you're going to do is after you bust a nut or after you get her a couple of times, you're going to pull back. This is natural because you're going to fall back into your reality world. You're not going to spend two or three days a week. You're not going to stay up late at 11 and 12. You're not going to want to see her every day. You're going to now pull back to reality. She's going to see this. She's going to see this and she's going to think you went dark. She's going to think you're pulling away. She's going to think you're ghosting. Then what's going to happen is she's going to say, why aren't you doing things that you used to do? Why aren't you doing these things that you used to? You used to text me immediately. You used to text me every day. You used to come see me at nine o'clock. Now it's a problem. You used to spend the night. You used to have sex with me three. Now you're going to start. She's going to feel like what's going on. And you really need to admit you set yourself wrong. I was doing that to meet you. I was doing that to get the puss. I was doing that to get engaged with you. I was doing something that I didn't have the time and space to do. But now that I did it, I got what I wanted. Now I can go coast. I can coast and give you the bare minimum because you're locked in. And that is what happens to almost from the most men. That's what happens because we can't keep up with this bullshit. We can't keep up and take her out twice a week. We can't keep up with staying up or meeting three times a week. So then she'll pull back. Hey, what's going on here? Where's that? Where's that attention you were giving me? Where's that attention you were paying with? Where's that time you were spending on me? Where's that money? Where's those dates? What happened? Where are you going? Where are we going? What, 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 what's happening? The, the, to- the, the shininess wears off. So I'm going to tell you guys, don't come in with the bar so high. Try to prevent that. You come in with the bar super high, then she'll open up to you, and then you'll pull back and go back to reality. And she's going to figure out what is going on. Again, yes, you'll be exhausted. You can't keep up. Can't keep up. He said the free trial is over and you'll pull back. Michael R says, hey, coach, these women are messed up because social media and TV film rom-coms. Rom-coms have them living in fantasy land with men and dating. 
It's like if I were watching Star Wars thinking that the Force and Jedis were real and I could lightsaber or sword away bullets. These 304s are crazy. Yeah. They're crazy. And they also were experiencing good times with men, but then they run out. Every woman, every woman that's listening to me, they've been through weeks, relationships, six weeks, eight weeks, two weeks, three weeks, two months, right? Five months. And it was a whirlwind. Then reality hit. Then the romance died. Then everybody had to go back to work. Then everybody had to pay bills. Then they're like, hey, what happened? You were just so useful for me. You were doing all these things. What happened? Gimme, 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 gimme. Shout out to Gene Winsky. Says, sub coach just got accepted to the Air Force. Leaving for um, BMT in November. Baby mama now wants to be good friends and work together. Too bad I don't negotiate with terrorists. She wants another chance to hit that buzzer. Yeah, she wants another chance. Oh, okay, you going away? No, no, let's work it out. Let's work it out. We're almost done. We got to get through these here. I'm going to double up before we so we can get through. But again, you know, it is what it is. Guys, you know, lock, it, lock these ninjas down when they're young. Treat them well. Once they get older, they're going to realize what's up. John Doe, coach, you sound like me when you're describing the dynamics between older men and younger women. I tell men all the time, until you've seen the look of admiration on a young woman's face, you haven't lived it. Okay, that's what, you're, that's what men want. Men want that. It's just a natural thing. I know men, no, don't simp, don't do this. This is you kind of staying in your shell so you don't get damaged and hurt. But men inherently want to give women good, they want to show them good things. That's inherent. Can't do anything about it. If I can't impress a woman, she's useless to me. Shout out to the contractor says, I meant light worker, as in the force of light and the forces of evil. He says that you are on the good side. No offense. Shout out to you. Appreciate that. Kevin Sullivan says, I have an outside shooting. He says, I have an outside shooting range on my route. Coaches, right? Guys go shooting on their lunch break. That's how dedicated they are, indeed. All right. Sam X says, I, I'm always trying to find a new hobby to enjoy my life after getting divorced. My ex-girlfriend or my current girlfriend tells me, no, because it will take time away from her. Coach, give her the Reverend X. Shout out to the men with options. And uh, one more piece of information here. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. We're almost done. Cut that bitch up. Yeah. Next caller. A woman finds your hobbies and interests as competition against against you. So these are all things that I try to teach men. If you meet a woman and she says, what are your hobbies? What are your interests? What do you like to do? If you compile a list of hobbies, she's going to skedaddle. Now, if you say some shit like, I like to go wine tasting. I like to try new restaurants. I like to travel. I like shopping. She'll be good. She'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Wine tasting, I love wine tasting. Shopping, I love shopping. Travel, I like traveling. All right, like it's a like it's a job, like it's a skill, huh? What you like fitting, trying on clothes? I like trying on clothes. Now, if you say some shit like, I go shooting on the weekends. I'm in a bow and arrow contest. I'm in a I'm in a league for bowling. I, I, I'm in a uh, I'm in a video game thing here. 
I, I gamble on sports and sit at the casino all day. Um, <laughs> right. Um, I go bike riding. I do uh, 42 miles a week. I do 42 miles a day, 42 to 100 miles a day uh, uh, on the weekend biking. I go kite, uh, kite surfing. I work. <laughs> I work on the weekends, fishing, hunting. If it's, yeah, deer hunting, they just, you hear all that shit, they be like, no, oh, hell no. I fix car engines. No, 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 hell no. She going to be out of there. She going to be like, what? And here's the thing. Some of these women do nothing. They be doing nothing. They they literally don't have anything going on. Don't Trust me. They're not doing anything more than what any man is going to give them. Even when they go over with their little girlfriends from mimosas and shit. They all sharing plates of chicken and rice. They ain't, they ain't going above and beyond. They want you to be like, I like to go salsa dancing and merengue dancing. Oh, me too. I want to do that too. <laughs> all right. Hell what? Oh, oh it, you were like, I'm going to a baseball card convention. <laughs> they like, what the fuck? Baseball card? No, hell. <laughs> I got Yu-Gi-Oh! I got a Yu-Gi-Oh! card collection. They like, oh hell no. Then y'all be watching uh I like to watch anime. They look done. Done. They can't no, nah, hell no. They're like, nah, this ain't gonna be it. Let's do some shit that I like to do. In fact, here's the thing. If you guys go ask a woman out, ask a woman out. Hey, hey, let's, ha- let's hang out this weekend. Oh, cool. What are we going to do? Now, plan some shit that you was going to do, that you wanted to do. All right, cool. You want to come out? Okay, cool. All right, we're going on a hike in the Red Rock Mountains, and then we're going to come down on the mountain bike. Then I'm going to stop by the hobby shop and get some new parts from our remote control car. <laughs> then we gonna go to Denny's and then I'm gonna play some pickup basketball you wanna hang out she gonna be like oh hell no nope. no 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 she wanna sit somewhere where she can sit and look pretty like this hi I'm sitting here looking pretty <laughs> I'm just sitting here with my hair straight flat ironed down looking pretty like this oh hi yes thank you for the wine wine cheese all the ambiance the music oh this is so romantic i'm just gonna sit here hi we're having a conversation and i was telling you about my job it was so crazy the last trip i was on nobody want to hear that shit (laughs) they just want you to waste time for 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 their benefit (laughs) yeah i'm gonna just sit here Take pictures of my food, snap. Oh, I'm at this event. Picture. Mm. Talk, 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 talk. Not listen. Talk, interrupt. Talk, talk, talk. Sit. Like, ain't nobody got time for this shit. Mm. (laughs) All right, anyway. Nobody got time to be out here doing. Look, if you want to hang out, let's go hang out. I'm going to go shoot at the outdoor shooting range. You want to come? Because that's where I'm going to be at. That's where I'm going to be. You want to come? It's going to be dirty and dusty. Do not wear anything nice. No open toe shoes. Put your toes in the steel toe boots or some shoes. Then we're going to be out there with dust in our teeth. We're going to be out there in the hot ass sun baking. Do you want to do this? No, nah, I don't want to do it. Nah. Mm. I want to sit and look pretty. <laughs> All right, anyway. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to need baths and showers when we come back. And then you're going to bend over. Ah, I don't want to do that. Can we do something else? <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> he said, you are violent. That's violence. I'm scared of guns. I'm a Democrat. All right. Anyway, let me get in here. I think I got everybody. Shout out to the coach gang. And let me make sure I got everybody before I go. If you got women like that, get rid of them. Get rid of them or rent them. Rent them. Those are rentals. Those are women you rent for the evening. Those aren't women you date. Those aren't women you take on dates. Those are rentals. Rent her for the evening and get up out of there. Shout out to the coach gang. We out. Peace.